right, ladies and gentlemen, good morning. What's happening? How's it hanging? What's going on? It's Mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. We're ready to get started here. We're all plugged in and raring to go. Dress rehearsal went well. Script has been uh, perfected for this morning. We do it all for you, ladies and gentlemen. The man straight ahead, the hardest working man in show business. If there was a fifth Ninja Turtle, it would be this guy. I don't know what his name would be. It'd be an artist's name. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'd be Basquiat or something. Basquiat. Yeah. Just Bosky. Ladies and gentlemen, he's our producer, heavyweight champ in every aspect of his life. And there's so many aspects to his life, ladies and gentlemen. It's almost like two or three lives combined. I don't know how he does it. He takes your phone calls on the fly, keeps our levels five by five, so we come in loud and clear over your Pioneer Super Tuner. Every morning, left channel, right channel. He's, he's lost in the mix, ladies and gentlemen. Please say hello to the one, the only, Mr. Chewy Eldorado. Thank you so much. The man to my right has often been called the rich little of peacocks. <laughs> the rich little of peacocks. In his life, he's also impersonated (laughs) a guy on a sitcom, a stand-up comic who's toured nationally, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. He's done so many things in his life. What a great partner to have. And what a great friend. Ladies and gentlemen. Is there somebody extra in the room? No, it's you, man. Oh, wow. It's you. Just take it. All right. Just take it. Ladies and gentlemen, Austin's greatest living storyteller, the one, the only, the marvelous, Mr. Matt Beard, right here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And now the gem that uh, is the shining top to this uh, solid ring. I'm a turd. Day two of him repping Super 73. You know what, Super 73? I don't know what kind of deal you gave this guy. It wasn't enough. Send me another one. Wasn't enough. Send me another one. Where's the shirt more than he he rides? I'm going out today. Be- That's right. When you when you say going out today, I hope that you mean on a ride. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps us on our toes. Uh, he's absolutely an enjoyable player to be around every single day. And uh, you know what? Not a lot of people have the balls to go to a McDonald's, order a breakfast, and then throw half the breakfast out the car window on the way into work. I but ate he the does. whole thing this morning. Whoa! Damn, fatty. He is out of control, do ladies Don't and gentlemen. Out of control. <laughs> I saw him turn sideways when he walked in. <laughs> no, to get through the door. Oh. <laughs> uh, I ate the whole thing this morning. I was hungry. He's a man. member of the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. And he's got no shame in his game. That's Ladies right. and gentlemen, it's Mr. Bob. Thank you. Bob Fonseca. Oh, thank you. Oh, man. How you guys doing? You're looking good. I'm not good this morning. I'm not good either. You're, what? That's a Waylon Jennings shirt, right? It is a Waylon Jennings shirt. That's cool. Where'd you get that? I bought it from a little company, and uh, I think they're out of Utah or something. I wish I'd worn my LeVon Helm shirt today. We would have we would have been super cool dudes. Chewy, got yeah. the Ninja Turtles. What's wrong? My stomach's hurting a little bit, too. But I ate a Spam and Egg taco that was left out for a day. No. <laughs> Man, it just made me a little gassy. That's uh, it. Man, oh man, oh man. Uh, well, no, I, you guys I don't think you noticed. Look, I'm, I don't know what's happening. Um, look, we'll just get into it. So, about two weeks ago was the uh, two-year anniversary of me having a little uh, uh, episode. Right? Congratulations. 
I'm having a week's worth of, a week's worth of, of strokes. And, How long uh, ago was that? Two years it was ago? two years ago. Oh, and man. then two years to the date, I was sitting on the afternoon show, and again, I think the same thing happened. I don't know. Something happened. Yesterday? Right? No, it was just like two weeks ago. I haven't oh, said I didn't anything. Know. Oh, dude, you got to... Well, I know, and then I was room. just like, oh, I was like, I thought we were friends. Well, I, I wasn't going to say anything anyway. Anyway, here's the deal. My aphasia seems way worse. I don't, what is that? Or I can't find the words, you know? Or I don't have words, here. I have a hard There's time. There's three of us to figure it out. I don't, well, I don't know what you're worried about. And I don't know if it's just part of the aging process that once you turn 35, the wheels start coming off. I don't know what happened, but just now, and I don't know if you noticed, this is what I did when I sat down. Are you ready for me to reenact it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. And, uh, I wasn't watching. I was introducing Chewie. I'll show you. The audience won't see. We can describe it afterwards, okay? Uh-huh. But here is literally what I did. Okay. okay. I sat down. Yeah. Okay. Took out my computer, set it down. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Took out my coffee, set it down. Took out my headphones. And you put... <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, you had an itch. You were scratch. Listen. Man, okay. I'm high. Sometimes I do stuff like that. Listen, you want to describe to the audience what I did? Yeah, you tried to plug your headphones into your ear. I tried to plug the, my entire headphones into my ear, and then I you, held them up. I held them up to try to make it. I was like, "Oh, that's not making any noise." And then I realized, "Oh, you've plugged your headphones okay. into your ear mat." And then I plugged them into the receptacle where they go. And then I put my headphones on, and I was like, "Oh yeah, they sound fine. I'm, There's not a problem." It's that I tried to plug my headphones into my head. All right, now, because my wife has to keep reminding me of this, and I know she's just being kind. Mm-hmm. We really are on the, you know, I think as men, we're on the downside. But she always pumps me up and says, listen, you got to remember, you got a lot on your mind. Mm-hmm. Okay? you got a lot of balls. You're, if you're like me, you're probably juggling a lot of, juggling a lot of balls. Juggling a lot of balls. Juggling, <laughs> juggling a lot of balls. Gold. You got a lot of Gold. plates. You got a lot of plates. You're spinning. Yeah, and, that's the problem. And you also have a job that that has you getting up at an ungodly hour every morning. Okay, so you got to give yourself some credit for that. Most people are hitting that office. It's Austin. If they're at work by ten, ten thirty, they're having a good day. Is that the okay? problem? Is that I live in a city where everyone's working like a, f- a four hour day? Yes. I got home yesterday. Just after yes. seven o'clock. So you got to give yourself a little. Like a Thirteen-hour day yesterday, right? Which is I, when I was a kid, no problem. That's what that would exactly. That was a oh, sh- when I was in television, I, I would work till four in the morning, go eat breakfast at Katz's, sleep for three hours, and go back to the studio. When I worked on an oil rig, I got sent to a lot of rigs where we were finishing. Like I didn't have one home rig. I would yeah. go, I would get sent to these finishing rigs where you're, where you're finishing a well. Yeah. And an eight, you were you were doing an eighteen-hour day for two straight weeks. Well, you usually could finish it faster than that. But around two, 10 days, an 18-hour day, four hours of sleep. Right. So no give problem. yourself a little bit of, first of all, give yourself some self-care. But give yourself a little credit. Is that, what do you mean by self-care? Is that masturbation? Just, no. Just. I heard that just actually makes it worse. hug yourself is what I'm saying. No, you got to cut back I on that. I can't everything. hug myself because my right arm was destroyed while trying to chop right. limbs out of a tree and then trying to start I can't help him trying to start a pressure washer this weekend I dislocated my left right. arm and had to put okay, it back in the socket myself just, so I can't hug myself okay. because both of my shoulders just are so jacked that this is as far as I can reach around sorry gentlemen in the bathrooms if you're looking for something special 
I can't get around you. <laughs> just give yourself some credit and and just realize that there's some things that Bob, I tried to plug my headphones into my head, dude. Have I, you? Let me ask you a question. Have you ever tried to plug your headphones into your head? No, but the other day I snapped a three hundred dollar cartridge, a needle on a on a on a cartridge, trying to protect it. In the effort of trying to, in the effort of trying different. to cover that seems it, different. In the, in the effort that of trying, seems like no, an accidentally you my accidentally hands don't broke work something. like they used to. I drop things all the time. It must be it must be arthritis, or something. I'm dropping things all the Look, time. Look, bro, cavemen did not have two shows that they had to deal with, plus the stresses of the finances and holding together kids. a family and do go feed turtles with the kids on the weekends and having zero time for their own self-care. We laid around and we ate berries and nuts. And we were dead by dead by we got Get out by, of my face. We got ne- eaten by a saber-toothed tiger before we were 19. Right. God, I'd love to get eaten by a, I'd love to get eaten by another you living being. It's a stress. Look, I I'm like I said, Come on, man. I've cultivated this life for myself. I think Very I need. A, happy. I think I need a Gumar. I'm not. I'm not That's saying. That's more stress, man. No, I want to need a Gumar. I need to tell her, look, I don't care about you. This is my downtime. This is like going to a spa. I'm not getting you an apartment. I'm not ever living my wife. You whole you. You're. That's not really offering her much, is it? I don't know what she's getting out of it. Yeah. I, oh, you got a lot of that much extra money? Then yeah, you could have a sugar baby, foot massage, head rubs. Fall asleep on her couch that you bought? I'm not saying there's not some things wrong with you, but give yourself a little bit of credit that it's awfully early in the morning. We do stupid things. Like, there's most morning. I've been making the same trek to the studio for 30-something years. Same roads, pretty much. There are mornings when I don't even remember the turns I made or how I got here. I just, it's just automatic. And I'm not saying that the car's driving, it's not driving itself. It's just like... It's it's Groundhog Day every day. So if you have one day where you plug your headphones into your ear, that's a good thing because it's not this. It's, you didn't do that You're yesterday. You're saying I brought myself some variety, and yes. I should, I have to accentuate the positive, <laughs> accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. Today, tune in to the affirmative, the Family Channel. Yes, indeed. Do you remember the Family Channel? Yes. Today, why is... do I remember? <laughs> Why can I not remember anybody's name? Why do I? Why did I try to plug my headphone into my? And then when I said accentuate the positive, my body then reached back. Went. How long has the Family Channel been off air? I don't know. Twenty-five years. years? Yeah, yeah. Why did my? And when did I ever watch the Family Never. Channel? So why did my head reach back into the past and deliver to me the perfect lyrics? You got to. Accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. You got two ner- down. You got the neurons. The family channel, yes, indeed. I'm gonna talk to the boss. I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a few of those CJ show shifts. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, maybe I can get some live spots over there. CJ and the man. And uh, I yeah. might go over there. Yeah, we'll alleviate some. I'll pretend at least I like, for a couple seasons. I'll you know? pretend I like Blink One Eighty Two and Maroon Five. I'll pretend I like guys? CJ and Spencer. Oh, Spencer's going to be the problem for me. I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's, uh, he doesn't like me, dude. I feel uh-uh. bad for Spencer. He's been so sick. For oh so no, long, man! Dude. What can I do? Uh, eliminate. Put, put, COVID. Him out of, yeah. put him out of his misery. 
Chewy had the line of the week yesterday. I was just like, man, I cannot believe it. So uh, Spencer has had COVID now. He, sh- he took another test yesterday. Still positive. And she said, well, the benefit is this is this is the longest this is the longest that Spencer's ever been positive about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, most people, though, it comes and goes. Like, most people go back to work and they're still positive for for days or weeks. Uh, he still but, feels like ass. But he feels bad. like ass. Yeah, he still, he's not. Oh. He's, but he's, it's hit him very hard. I just said it's because he's such a comfortable, he's got all that juicy booty and then his COVID doesn't want to leave. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He does. He has the booty of a, of a big girl. But not the rest of the body. He looks like an R. Crumb cartoon. See, here's the thing. I've said nothing but great things about that guy. And you guys always say he's got the booty of a girl or something like that. And he, you guys are best besties. Yeah. But so maybe, he, he, I don't have know. Have you not learned a lesson? Have why not? him and I are at odds when all I do is go, hey, kid, I'll just encourage him every time I see him. How's he it going? sees positively, <laughs> a positivity as you gloating and looking down on him. I'm always if like, you if want, you need anything, do you want to be friends with him? Do you want, want to be friends with Spencer? I want to mentor him. Okay. The next time you see him, say, hey, do you need some guidance, fatty? I mean, guidance away from the buffet and, and towards your life. He, that's, that's not me. That's, that's not, how you talk to Spencer, brand. and he, he that's how you share love with Spencer. How mean are you to Spencer, Chewy? Uh, CJ said, hey, man, take it easy. Like, had to talk to us because after he'd seen me talking to him. Look, the reason Spencer and I are friends mm-hmm. and best, best friends mm-hmm. is because we're both depressed pieces of us. And we come together and have commonalities in that. Oh, man. So when you come around happy... A balloon tied to your arm. Who, me? Hey, we're going to Q2 Stadium this weekend. Me? Vegas. Yeah. I really thought I was going to be Looking fresh, looking fit. I thought I was going to be the Debbie Downer today. I was driving to work all all the way here. I was like, I'm I'm a failure. I've done nothing. I I didn't do anything I set out to do. What did? What do you want to do? Own, the, own the moon? I don't like, know. You did all hey, right. Look, you can did I, okay. Can I also say something? Just because I tried to plug my headphones into my own head doesn't mean that you've accomplished anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See how is hey, that? By the way, did you get better reception than plugging it into the actual? I like, actually you know how messed up I these did. These <laughs> oh yeah, I've been waiting for this all day, all morning. Is it going to pick you up a little bit? We, uh, we're we doing the the best-sounding rock records of all time. <laughs> Not exactly. I'll get into the specifics in okay. just a moment. In case you're new to the show, you don't know what Click Click Boom is, uh, you know what clickbait is. And it says, uh, oh, 19 celebrities, how do they look today? You see that one picture mm-hmm. and you think, oh, how does blah, blah, blah look? So you pop over. It turns out that person's never going to include it. We have to click through click to click, and then they use that for their... So they can sell ads, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we go through the clickbait so you don't have to. We let you know what's in there. Uh, of course, uh, we're going through right now. The topic is best vinyl albums to own according to audiophiles. And so far, I'm 100%, right? What do you mean? Oh, you I, own 100%. Yeah. I, I guarantee you're going to own all of these. I think you are because you have so, well, you have such a deep vinyl collection anyway. It would be hard for you not to. The first one, well, I know one of them was uh, Prince Purple Rain. Yes. I have the Target exclusive foil cover. Nice. Version, Congratulations. Mastered by uh, Bernie Grunman. Okay. And the, what was the other one? What was the first one uh, you did yesterday? The, the band is feeding goats on the cover. 
Oh, pet sounds. There I have the stereo and the mono versions, and I have the box set. Yeah, we only got through two yesterday. We we'll probably only get through two today because I know this is this is your wheelhouse. Yeah. If you don't know, Bob Fonseca has his own YouTube channel called United States of Analog. Yes. He covers mainly analog components for hi-fi listening, but he also my favorite episodes. He occasionally will break in and he'll talk about new releases uh, or yeah. what makes what makes a vinyl album so good. If you're into sound, or maybe just it's a Saturday and you don't want to watch golf, you don't want to watch baseball, but you want something calming to help you fall asleep on the sofa, tune into United States of Analog. Oh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Mm. Thank you. And, and, and don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that notification. But also yeah. keep it on autoplay because he could use all those plays. And you know what I'm saying? Smash it. And then smash yeah. that subscribe. Okay, give me some cl- clues. Number so three. So yesterday was Pet Sounds and also Purple Rain. Okay. Those are very good. Two different decades. So now we're in the top five. Okay. And here's what I want to do today. I want to ask you what you think the top five should be. Okay. And I want you to get... I I want to say that I want you to get four of the five top five correct. Oh, boy. You get four of the top five correct, and I'll buy us lunch one day. I'm going to say there's going to be a... Now, the, not, this, be is just, this is just rock and roll, right? We're not going to go jazz, right? Uh, I have not looked forward, but I, I think there is some jazz in here. Oh, boy. But, Bob, use your brain. Like, what are the big albums that you... This is... If so far, they've ta- already told you something. By going with Pet Sounds... Yeah, I know. They're going, going, they're with, going with the Rain, mainstream. So they're it's going to be Miles Davis, Kind of Blue. Okay, I'm going to put down Kind of Blue because I think you're right. It's probably going to be... Uh, there's probably going to be Eric... It, one of the Unplugs is going to make it. And I think it's going to be either Eric Clapton Unplugged or Nirvana Unplugged. Which one should I put down? Yeah, Eric Clapton Unplugged. EC Unplugged. Okay. I don't think they're going to go as deep as Muddy Waters Folk Singer, but no, bar I think, none, one I of the greatest vinyls I've ever heard I don't think they are. Remember, uh, this is according to audiophiles, so they probably, what they did is they probably reached out to these audiophiles, and by audiophiles, I think they mainly reached out to people who are record collectors and traders, and said, what's the number one? I just don't think they're going to go Beatles, because that was all four-track, just, mm-hmm. it, there, it sounds good. It it's sounds not, good, but I don't think the production work is there. <sighs> they're not going to go Stones, they're not going to go Bruce, they're not going to go, oh man, I'm stuck. I've got so many personal favorites. Like, I wrote down two, like Kinda Lou Blue Reed, and Aaron Clapton. Um, God, I got, I've got a whole audiophile section, but they're not going to, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think Eric Clapton Unplugged will be in there though. Do you think one of the Michael Jackson albums will have to be there? They might Now Everybody says that Daft Punk's random access memory is one of the greatest records ever recorded. One of the greatest sounding records. Cause even though it sounds electronical and everything, everything was analog. Was it? Like real instruments and everything, and okay, like, but that's more recent. I don't know. I can't get into that record. I don't know. Okay, man. here's the deal. We'll start going through it, and then we'll get your take afterward. Kind of blue will be there, or gets Gilberto, or I don't know. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't named this one yet. Uh, it's one of the best-selling albums of all time, but from 1977. Oh, Hotel California. Nope. From 1977. Nothing but breakups and strained relationships and cocaine poured into an album. Oh, rumors. Fleetwood Mac. The album with probably the most drama 
Cleveland, Cleveland Mac rumors is and a Lindsay Buckingham's finger picking. Yeah, and I've got 45 RPM version of that. And it almost defined a sound you can hear. You can hear yeah. the 1970s inside this album. It almost defines a it's time pristine. now. Th- disco is raging at this time. Mm-hmm. So is so are is FM rock and metal. But you can feel the vinyl of a 1977 Datsun and a guy who's let his curly hair grow out a little bit yeah. in the in these tracks. It is rumors. It really sounds good. It really is amazing. The production work. Well, on that. the whatever they did, however they mic'd Stevie Nicks's vocals in there, no one had ever sounded like that on a record before. I think it was. I think it was recorded at Sound City, wasn't it? Or as my friend who worked there said, "Sound." It rhymes with city. I don't know. (laughs) There is some timeless classics in there. I think it was recorded at Sound City. There are, I mean, the harmonies, there's emotion. uh, And what's funny is you can take that album. You can be an old. It's a greatest hits album. You can be an. You can be one of those ladies who calls us sometimes and says, oh, my God, can I get tickets? I love that band. And I love Salem's. Salem cigarettes. <sighs> you can be one of those ladies, or you can be a fresh 13-year-old, and I can hand that album to either one of you, and you're both going to fall in love with it. It was recorded at the record plant in Sausalito, California. I thought the record plant was in New York, but it's in Sausalito, California. Huh. Uh, yeah, that I agree with that 100%. Now, I could do an entire podcast, I think, even with, with you, Bob, about why rumors is not... While it may have the most string, the string of most hits, the best songs that Fleetwood Mac ever came out with are none of them are on Rumors. I like Tusk. Tusk is a better album, but it was a flop when it came out because everybody was expecting Rumors too. Right. But you know what I've been into lately, and I've only been into Fleetwood Mac since I kind of like during the pandemic when I was like desperate to find new stuff to listen to. But I've been going back now and listening to Fleetwood Mac before Lindsey Buckingham and uh, and uh, what's her name? Old witch, old witch lady, <laughs> old witch Stevie, lady, Stevie Nicks. Uh, I've been listening to that one with the baboon on the cover yes. this week. Yes. Uh, that has uh, Bob Welch was the which, which we're and we're certainly into more like proto jazz and, and and this and, was after and, Peter Green. Yes, so there was three there's iterations. Three, there's of, four iterations really of, of one Mac. band. Yeah. I, I can't think of another band that had more iterations. Genesis definitely had some. What's the name of the one with the baboon on it that I've been listening to? Uh, something. It's a. Que- uh, I can't remember what the name. It's pretty good though. I forgot how good Bob Welch was. Remember him? <coughs> Sorry, I'm coughing. I probably am dying. He had a slow. He had a solo career. Remember Sentimental Lady? Uh, will you do me a favor? Can I ask you to tell the fine people out there about Law uh, Tigers? One eight hundred Law Tigers. And then we'll come right back. Chewy, what do you think number four is going to be? Oh, if you're asking Chewy, it's going to be Thriller. I'm going to give you a hint. It's an MJ record. I knew it. But you have to decide which MJ it's going to be. You're going to tell us. You're going to tell us in just a second. Now, MJ had quite a few classic records, right? He was known for touching kids. That was later on. And it didn't happen, so... Yeah, that's alleged. Zero convictions or charges. Searched his house two times, found nothing. 
Zero. Corey Feldman but says. We can, yeah, but we continue. Macaulay Colgan says. But we continue the. Uh, Who the hell the is Macaulay Culligan? Who Mac- the hell is that? He was in uh, Homer Alone. And just because Michael gave millions of dollars to families for no apparent reason. Well, not, gotta, is not, that's not evidence. That not, not, that's not an admission of guilt. Just uh-huh. because, strangely, those are the families that complain the most. Especially one that went to a civil case before pressing charges because it was allowed in that state. Hey, yeah. I'd, I'd blame it on the boogie. Very interesting. But, yeah, go ahead. You want to select this child molester's album? <laughs> yeah, I do. This powerful black man you've I still think it's going to be Thriller. I think Off the Wall is spectacular. I think because so many people worked on Thriller and the amount of effort that went into it that it's probably the best sounding. I would say Off the Wall. Off the Wall. Is is maybe his best album. Is the best. Off the Wall is the best MJ album. I know we're listening. I don't know why we got to probably have some rock heads out there because of the station. It's good. They're like, Michael Jackson sucks. He's terrible. That's fine. That means that you're bringing in a whole lot of like music opinion. Mm-hmm. If you want to use a little bit of an objective mind and look at that album, it's hard to argue that it's not an incredibly well-crafted off the wall. But we all know the reality, which the is reality off the wall is. is not going to be selected to be a top seven album. But there- it has so much percussion, and I think that would do better in the whole vinyl World, right? It's, I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you something. It's Thriller, which was, thriller. which unfortunately has like a, an effing gimmick song in the middle of it. I know. Which I think ruins the album. That we still I, play today. I have a, uh, I have a, I have a German pressing of Off the Wall, which is very good. But the MoFi pressing I have of Thriller is unlike anything. You got to come over and hear it too because you've only heard Thriller compressed on the radio. So that okay. was that new you one. You would never heard it with like instrument separation. You go, "Wait a minute, I never even knew that was going." All I heard, all I've ever heard well, maybe is that's the, is the flat sound of Thriller coming through my okay. car stereo. Mm. I've never heard the instruments like just blown out spread all over the sound stage. And it's it's phenomenal. Uh, it doesn't even sound like the same record. I mean, it's the same music, but it doesn't sound like the same record. Due to its length and cinematic quality, the album was released theatrically in some locations. The video was an amazing production. It showcased Michael Jackson's incredible dance moves and storytelling ability. Still doesn't tell me much about an album. Uh, the Somebody says the album has cemented Michael Jackson as a pop icon and the, the king of pop. Songs like Billie Jean, great. Thriller, <sighs> Annoys me. The album not only showcased the incredible vocal range, but his ability to push boundaries of the pop genre. It remains a timeless classic that continues to inspire artists across generations. My my biggest Thank gripe you. with it always is the title track. Thriller should have been released as like an EP. Yeah. And just left alone. I guess. I and, mean, and they should have put another song on that album. But that is a... Sonically, though, it sounds good. <laughs> when that it's, laugh starts it out? It sounds... That... Dong. Dun, dun, what about the beginning where she's like... Dong. Those... Dong. Dong. Just vibe. I can vibe with Thriller right now. And then... Halfway you to got Halloween. That, you got that... Uh, what's his name? Vincent Price. <laughs> Look, Beat It is a, Beat it is a great pop track. Mm-hmm. Billie Jean is a great pop track. What's the ballad on there that I like? Uh, PYT... No, um... No, uh, it's, uh... If this town is... A uh, hu- human. No, but there's another why, one. That's a love. Why? Tell me that it, human nature. 
Why? Why? Does he do me that way? It plays like a greatest hits record, kind of like that Fleetwood Mac one does. Like every song on there was on the radio. Just about. Where's the track listing? I probably did get a little negative, and I apologize. What are the, what are the tracks on there? Uh, you start out with "Wanna Be Starting Something." Got to be start. Mama say, Mama say, Mama Baby, be mine. Hmm. The girl is mine with Paul McCartney. I'm a lover, not a fighter, Michael. The doggone girl is mine. Uh, and then you got Thriller. The beat lady it. in my life. That's the one. Yeah, beat it. Billy Jean, Human Nature, Pyt, Lady in My Life. That's. Sorry, that's the greatest album of all time. It might be. Greatest album of all time. It might be. Sorry. It almost kind of uh, knocks on Jazz's doorstep I, a little it, bit. It, I will say this. Look at all the people that play. Why, I'm the not... personnel on this record is insane. Yeah, it's everybody. The people who, I mean, it's half a, it's most of Toto. Uh, you got you got a Beatle on here. You got Van Halen. Yeah. You got, name him. Name, name, who do we got on there? You got Quincy. You got Eddie Van Halen. Uh, you got Eddie Van Halen. Who was the Beatle? You got Greg Philganus. Who's who, the Bill? The B- oh, because you got, uh, right. You got Steve Picaro, Toto, uh, Steve Luthiker. Which guy did from Toto did we interview a couple Steve years Luthiker. ago? Steve Luthiker. Steve Luthiker, right? Yeah. Oh, should have asked him uh, about this. Michael Boddicker. I don't remember who he was with, but I know that name. It's like, there's, there's probably 50 people. James Ingram? Was Willie Nelson on it? No, Willie was late to the session. He got super high and, and didn't make it to the... St- he went to the wrong studio. Here's the ironic thing. Waylon Jennings is the guy singing Mama Say Mama Sa, Mama Kusa. Mama Say Mama Sa, I haven't watched oh, it yet. Come on. <laughs> These two guys really want me to watch the uh, We Are the World documentary. And apparently Waylon Jennings gets mad and walks out. And doesn't look too good because he goes, No good old boys ever sang Swahili. <laughs> but I also have heard some defense saying he, he, he could have been the first that he wasn't being racist. He was just saying that he was just tired of the fact that they started at two a.m. They were supposed to be done already, and now they were changing the whole damn song and changing the lyrics and changing the language. And I think he just got fed up and just like, "I'm done with this. I'm out of here." It was fine without him. We wanted Johnny Cash anyway. Wow. Wow. So I'm trying to find the order of the songs the way they were released. Uh, Beat It was the first. Beat It was the first track off of there. Beat It was the first Even track before Thriller. Oh yeah, Beat It was Beat It came out in the spring, and Thriller didn't come out until around Halloween. Hmm. I think Beat It, and then I think Billie Jean, and then I think uh, huh. Thriller was the third track off of there. I guess because Beat It was more rock and roll. Well, yeah, because that Eddie Van Halen thing. Because I'm trying to think they could like, have a crossover, some some kind of cross. I don't think it crossed over. Well, in the it rock. had a big hit video. I think it was Beat It. That Billie was before Jean, Billy and on really. MTV. That's what I really believe is, is the is the release. Order. I wasn't there. I wasn't we'll there. look at it right now, and then we'll let you know what's. So we got two more tomorrow. Three more tomorrow. Three more tomorrow, baby. Are you ready for the Bruce Museum? I report the news. That's what I do. It's Bob Fonseca's <laughs> rock and roll news. It's the thriller. How you doing out there at Jersey Mike's? They slice it fresh. That's my Danny DeVito impression. Thank I don't, you know, very much for I don't that, know why I'm laying that on you right now. I I just, I'm I mean, hungry, I guess. I don't. I would charge a ticket for nah. that. I don't know that I would get. Crazy Mike stays slightly fashion. So, you uh, do. Wait, hang on. Let's do this together. Yeah. You do your famous impression. Okay. Now, Jersey Mike stays slightly fresh. And I'll do my famous impression. Ah! 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 
How you doing out there? It's time for the Rock and Roll News. I'm Rock's last great reporter, Bob Fonseca. And I know what you're saying to yourself. Bob, you're not that great of a reporter. And on most days, I would agree with you. But uh, if you saw the headlines I had to deal with today, and you saw me... Uh, put something together out of nothing, you'd go, that guy really is Rock's last great reporter. Because the the headlines are just a little light today. I don't know, uh, hmm. is it some kind of rock and roll holiday or something? It's spring. It's too bright for the Maybe that's rockers. it. Maybe that's it. Uh, anyway, uh, I, did, I did cobble together. We call these days a real rock sucker. Yeah. I did cobble together some good headlines for you, and I got to go back into my story machine. Hang on a second. Gosh. Uh, Bruce Springsteen is uh, the subject of a curated, uh, I call it a museum. You know how the University of Texas has, like, don't they have a Martin Scorsese collection of memoirs and scripts and things like that, if I'm not mistaken? Bruce Springsteen's archives are going to be on display in Mammoth, New Jersey. And uh, there's going to be a whole building and everything. Uh, musicians often end up donating their archives to an institution of higher learning. Why do they do this? I don't know. Well, it elevates them for one thing. But I think the other reason is that they don't want their family dealing with their stuff before they die or after they die. Like selling it off. Yeah, I like that. For chump change. So it's like, you know what? Before uh, my family gets their dirty pause on my stuff I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to a university don't give it to all those entitled people so uh, that's exactly what uh, mr. Springsteen aka the boss has done and uh, a lot of artists will probably follow suit um, Bruce Springsteen has made the announcement of the Bruce Springsteen archives and Center for American music at Monmouth University I've been to Monmouth man uh, that started in 2017, and it's been building ever since. As they've been collecting Springsteen-related documents, like you know, this is like to protect his like lyrics, handwritten lyrics, and where's things Mo- like that. Where's Monmouth? Look, look uh, it's on the coast of New Jersey, near like a- near Asbury Park. How is it this time of year? Uh, water's a little chilly. If, to, if I'm going to be honest with you, okay. I don't know if he'd be taking a dip right now. All right, but uh, my parents used to take me there when I was a kid. That was like the closest ocean to where we lived mm-hmm. in New Jersey. The closest beach, Monmouth. Monmouth. Uh, now more details are coming out. It's going to have uh, his stuff is going to be housed in its own building, and the venue will be open in 2026 and will encompass Springsteen-centric exhibits, a 230-seat uh, theater, and all that. So maybe we'll do a show trip in 2026. Uh, the building itself costs 45 million dollars. Which is what two tickets to a Springsteen show cost on Ticketmaster. (laughs) You got him good, dude. Ah, Finally. Zinger. I'll pay for that one, though. You can see him at the Bruceum. The Bruceum. I like that. Very good, man. Very good. All right. What else did I have here? Let's see. Uh, I know I had some. Oh, uh, a Springsteen autograph. I mean, excuse me, we just did uh, Springsteen. A Hendrix autograph gets double the expected price. Uh, I don't know how I feel about rock autographs. I've got a few great ones that I've, you know, not ones that I bought, but ones that I personally got. Eddie Van Halen. I have, I have an Eddie Van Halen autograph. What's the album cover where uh, it's got the guy, Atlas, holding the globe up? Ugh. 
Yeah, like OU81. Is that 5150? No, 5150, yeah. I've got an autographed copy of 5150 by Eddie, Nonsense. Alex, Sammy, and uh, the Michael other one? Anthony. Michael the, Anthony. The last one. You know what's probably worth something now? I didn't I never thought now I'm wor- I'm worried I don't know where it is. Do you have any parakeets? No. That's a really good album to put on the to line the cage for the parakeets. Oh. <laughs> Why you got to hate? Because it had synthesizers on it? No, I love the synthesizers. Uh, Jimi Hendrix autograph brought in a big wad of cash over the weekend. The single autograph scribbled hastily by Hendrix in 1967 soared to $7,358 at a... Potter's auction sales room. It sparked a, the signature, sparked a bidding. I would think there would be Hendrix autographs all over the place, but maybe not. What was signed? I don't know. It doesn't say. This this story uh, that was sent in to me doesn't have a lot of detail, but uh, the price uh, it garnered double what the pre-sale expectations were. And I would imagine a Hendrix. Maybe they're rarer than. Maybe he didn't sign a lot of autographs. Was Hendrix more famous after he died than before he died? I think you're right there. Well, in a way, his legend—he was bigger in England than he was. He here. was very popular and he was loved, but he was not looked at as being on the uh, the Mount Rushmore of rock '60s and '70s rock gods until later. And I think he was a very humble dude. I think he would be the kind of dude that'd be like, "Why do you want my signature?" He was very humble about his abilities and things like that. Also, he was and probably I, I, frying so hard on acid that he couldn't sign his name. Well, that's true too. And I think maybe he could have been a tough artist to approach. Would you have the would you have the balls to approach Hendrix and ask him for anything? Never. Hell no. Lenny Kravitz, yeah. Lenny Kravitz is probably signing his autograph all day long. Oh. On a scarf. On a big, big, big long knitted scarf. Long knitted scarf. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for... All right. Uh, In my search to uh, scrounge up rock and roll news headlines today, the best I can do is come up with the March releases. These are some of the rock releases that are going to happen in just a few days when we get into uh, the final uh, month of Q1, 2024, March. Uh, Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden's got the Mandrake Project coming out on disc. Bruce Hornsby... Do uh, we have any Bruce Hornsby fans? And Bruce Springsteen. All the Bruces. Bruce McCullough of Kids in the Hall. He's got a record out called Deep Sea Vents in March. Uh, the Ooh. The Ooh. Live at Shea Stadium, 1982. I'm not a big live album guy. I'm not a big hey, Ooh why fan. Why did I just sound like Jiminy Glick right there? Hey, I'm not a big live album guy. I was listening to some Who this weekend. Did they were they trying too hard? Honestly, were they just like instead of just playing rock and roll, were they trying too hard to be like we're going to change a genre, we're going to change music? That's a good question, Matt. They did invent the rock opera. Uh, well, and then they did a second exactly. rock opera. But I think Who next is their finest. Who's next is their finest achievement, don't you? There's some good tracks they have. Right. But then when they got, they really seemed to get into this idea of we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to make, rock needs to be more cinematic and thoughtful and introspective. I think that's all on uh, Pete Townsend. I think he was an overachiever. I think, you know, listen, he was in the shadow of the Beatles and, and the Stones. He had to do something. You know, it goes Beatles, Stones, who, right? Mm-hmm. Beatles, Stones, who, kinks. Beatles, Stones, who, kinks. Okay, white boy. What would be the fifth greatest British band uh, of the 60s? Oh, Adele? 
<laughs> Alice Cooper, I'm looking forward to this one. The Billion Dollar Baby's 50th anniversary will be out on March 8th. And then uh, Judas Priest on the same day is going to re- re- release their new album, Invincible Shield and the Rolling Stones, live at Wiltern, which I think we're going to have copies to give away. I talked to Johnny Root about Whoa. that. Uh, let's see. We're deeper into we got Fish coming out with a six CD box set. Oof. <laughs> Listen, here's the great thing. All of the albums are recorded on uh, disc golf discs. Oof. Oh, cool. Yeah, so you can play them off the disc, and then you can go out there and play a little disc golf. It works out. It's kind of genius. March 15th also has Black Crow's Happiness Bastards out and Scott Stapp. I know you like the Scott Stapp. We love Scott Stapp. Higher power. In this house... And I then, wish the Black Crows album was called. Hey, we're still around. <laughs> and then rounding out the month, uh, March 29th, we have a super deluxe edition of Deep Purple Machine Head, one of the pillars. Maybe I'll put Deep Purple as the fifth great British rock band. It's going to be Queen. Of the 60s. Not oh, the, the 60s. 60s. Well, Pink F- well, Pink Floyd wasn't happening yet. No, they We're weren't. not really big time yet. They weren't. Uh, oh, how about Jerry and the Pacemakers? Oh. <laughs> it's good to hear rock and roll. Still alive. Uh, and then uh, March 29th, you got Michael Shanker Group. Uh, Cheryl Crow's got a new record. And uh, one of Matt's favorites, uh, Susie and the Banshees. So Perry, cross the mercy. And then, of this course, runs the place I love. And here I'll stay. And the biggest release of the year will probably be arriving in April. Uh, Pearl Jam's Dark Matter will finally Woo! be released. I'm camping and of course, outside right now. It'll be Record Store Day in April, too. April 20th of Records. Record Store Day 2024. I'll be in line with Vinyl Joe and some other people. You guys should come and hang out in line with me. Chewie, will you have a turntable by then? What time's Gaddyland open? Well, no, no. John gives like does free tacos for the people in line and coffee and stuff. It's really, okay. That's nice it's for really fun. Well, then we'll go to lunch afterwards. Okay. We'll we'll look at our hall. We'll take our hall yeah. to lunch and go through it. Oh, I got some. I got my picks already for record store day. Uh, anyway, okay, it's time for rock and roll, dude. Check oh, it. okay, let's do that. Let's, why am I uh, yelling? I don't know why, why I'm yelling. I'm yelling. I get so excited for the kids on the way to the dropout zone. How you doing? Give them some sound effects, Chewie. Oh, man, I'm so proud of you, kids. You're doing good in school. You're minding your parents. You're, you're thinking about starting a rock band. Listen, you guys are the future of rock and roll. It rests on your show. I don't want to put more pressure on you than, than is already out there now with social media and grades and all that stuff. Don't worry about that stuff. Just worry about furthering the art form of rock and roll. Start a garage band, all right? Just make some noise. It doesn't even have to be good. The Ramones and the Clash weren't good. The Beatles weren't good when they first started. But you know what they did, kids? They put in their 10,000 hours. You put in your 10,000 hours of anything. And they did drugs. Well, Matt put in 10,000 hours of stand-up comedy. Sometimes the 10,000-hour rule doesn't always work out. But most of the time it does. They're like AOL hours. So don't worry if you're not as good as Taylor Swift hey, right kids, out of I, the... I plugged my headphones into my head this morning. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's my encouragement to you. Uh, hope you have a good day in school Wait, today. Your, your way of encouraging now, kids was to discourage me. Now, 
Uh, this is going to be a cautionary tale to the kids because of the future rock stars, the future Remember, fam- kids, your best friend will always turn his back on you. Future famous people of America on their way to school right now. Here's the deal, kids. When you get real famous, like Taylor Swift, all right? It's everybody's goal in the world at that point to try to get money, your money away from you. And that means if you bump somebody on an escalator and you're Taylor Swift and they hit the deck, mm-hmm. which they're prone to do, there's, there's, there's going to be a lawsuit. So you have to be really careful what you say to people. you got to be careful you don't bump into people because they'll just fall down and start grabbing the back of their neck. You certainly don't want to rear-end them in a car or anything like that no. because they're going to want your money. Well, Taylor Swift's uh, dad, Scott Swift, is accused of assaulting a photographer. I don't know. Maybe he did and maybe he didn't. Ben McDonald, 51, accused Scott Swift, 71, of strike. Come on, he's an old man. He's an old man. Come on. Wait, wait, he's not packing any heat behind that punch. He says Scott Swift, 71, struck him on the face in Sydney on a Sydney wharf. That sounds like a Taylor Swift song. Struck him on the face in a, in a, in a Sydney wharf. <laughs> on a wharf in Sydney, Australia. What is a wharf anyway? Is that a, just a pier? Uh, is that, that a docking station for? But what is a wharf? It's a character on Star Trek: The New Generation. He said he did not need medical help, but he's suing anyway. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to get more. A video published by Australian Mies, uh, news media. Shows the singer who's concealed beneath an umbrella walking with her father and security guards along Neutral Bay Wharf. Now, isn't that the security go- jo- uh, guard's job to hit people? Well, the security and guard... run interference? So there should the, the security guard should have caught that guy before he hit the ground, right? He should have been waiting there with arms wide open. Well, it's unclear whether the footage actually captures the alleged incident. And I think... Listen. I feel bad. I'm telling you what, if any member of Taylor Swift's entourage even bumps me, I'm 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 hitting the deck. Oh, like and LeBron. I'm, and I'm, I'm rolling on the floor. I'm grabbing my hamstring and my neck and I'm gonna be screaming like a little I'm getting boy. confused. This was Taylor Swift or this was Creed? Taylor Swift's dad. Taylor Swift. Why did I have that it was Scott Scott? Because you're plugging <laughs> his name is Scott Cause Swift. Because you're plugging headphones into your ear. Taylor Swift's dad is Scott Swift. We'll hug you during the break, Matt. Yeah, his name is Scott Swift. What's today's date? Who's the president? <laughs> I mean, who is who? What team did Babe Ruth play for? No, I know who the pre- the president is. Uh, Donald Trump. That's right. The real and he's president. Been the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> uh, the photographer said he's been shooting pictures for 23 years and has never been socked in the chops before. Well, it's about well, time. It's about time. It's about damn time. About time. Uh, anyway, they're going to be researching. I, I'm sure it's going to turn out to be nothing. This guy's just looking for a little payday. They might buy him maybe some Omaha steaks or send him to his house or Ooh. something. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'll give him something, but they're not going to pay him out. She's got bigger lawyers. They can person like Taylor Swift and her dad, they got lawyers for days. They can wait it out. They can they can smoke this guy out. He's not going to have enough money to fight this. Plus, I'd like to hear her make a song about a court date. Just something And he probably yeah. deserved it in all honesty. Let's be honest. We know exactly what happened. He got in the way. The dad kind of gave him a little shove. Yeah, and he hit way. the deck. He hit the deck. And he goes, whoa, whoa. whoa what's the, whoa, what's the oh, problem? My head hurts. But I will say... 
paparazzi seem to be entitled. It's not even a. It's not even a real profession. It's not. Sorry, but all I've you met do is many... wait outside a restaurant for four hours to try to get a shot smoking. of Bruno Mars walking out of. Uh, name a good restaurant that Bruno Mars would eat at. Uh, Nobu. Nobu. Uh, that's not work. You're just. You're just a clown photographer. Or That's what you are. I, Bruno Mars would be at the Interstellar House of Pancakes. You know there's a, in uh, Bellagio, right? There's a Carbone. No, he's got a nightclub there. I can't remember what it's called. Bruno Mars. And they take your phone away before you go in because what happens in there stays, stays in, in there. there. I love it. So I don't know what kind of crazy... I'm going to find out the next time I go what kind of crazy stuff goes on in there. I'm so jealous. But I imagine that's bottle service, and it's probably super expensive, so I'm going to rethink that. It's time for the Rock and Roll News Salute. Yeah! All right, and this Rock and Roll News Salute goes out to a man... You said he's recovering from... Surgery. Reduction surgery? Yeah, penis reduction. Who's that? Sherman. Sherman? Uh, Sherman finally had that thing... Oh, Sherman, I no. hope you're feeling what that. He, How many stitches did they put he in that thing? All of them. Huh? All of them. <laughs> hey, we need another roll of thread. Uh, Sherman, this salute goes out to you. I hope you're, uh, well, I don't know what kind, you, it's not for us to say, but uh, I guess you had a procedure and I hope you're recovering he nicely. He had penis reduction surgery, right? Or what did he actually have done? I, I think it was, I don't know, something, maybe with tendons. It could be something with his hands. Something with his hands? Yeah. Hmm. So, no, did, he, right. did he injure them trying to wrap his hand all the way around I it? I guess so. Look, if you're going to chop some off, give me some, sure. So we're just giving salutes now to people that are lying around in bed resting? Okay. Go ahead. Uh, Thank you, Sherman. You're uh, you're a great addition to our show yeah. and a great supporter. We appreciate you. And don't say you. we didn't do anything for black history. And you're welcome. There you go. And you're loved. <laughs> that was Matt Bearden, ladies and gentlemen. Put him in the cancel column. Hey, you know what? I'm Doctor. You may have never experienced greatness before in your life. But listening to rock and roll news, listen, listen, I had a I had to work overtime this morning cobbling together this one. But I think we learned a little. If you're famous, watch out. People are gonna try to sue you. And there's a lot of great releases coming in March, April. It's going to be a great year for rock and roll. Rock is not dead, ladies and gentlemen. It just took a little too much melatonin last night. It'll come to its senses eventually. Will it? I'll be back. I've got exciting news for you. I will, uh, I don't know what we're doing right now. All right. Uh, I've got a problem. And that is that I woke up. Anybody want to get a... Should we get some tacos in here? Yeah, we okay. need some food. We need sustenance. Because I'm going hungry. I would like uh, maybe some Ken's. I think one of the things that's always kept me from success is that feeling of when you're overwhelmed and I just shut, I kind of shut down. Mm-hmm. You guys ever have that? <sighs> in yeah. spades. We're mornings with Matt and Bob. We're powered by Chewy. And by the way, thank you all for listening as hard as you do. Um, Listen a little longer. Give us five extra more. Five extra more minutes. That's redundant. Give us five, five extra, minutes extra. Give us five minutes extra every day. Just get up a little earlier or walk into the job a little later. Just give us five more minutes. That's all it takes to get us to super number one. Yeah, we want the super number one. Right now, the building's happy with us. It's just it's 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 a, it's always in football. It's a it's always a question of inches. In in radio, it's always just a question of a few seconds or minutes. Listen, linger I feel like I have longer. To burp. Go ahead. Let it out. 
It feels caught in there. Let it out. Here's what's going on, guys. We have so much stuff coming up, and I feel like I need to offload some of it. Here's what's happening. Okay, just this week, just in this week alone, on Thursday of this week, Ali Khan is coming in here to hang out with us, okay? Um, Ali's been, uh, he's, he's been on our live show before. He's called us a couple of times. He is a food critic and reviewer. He had his own television show for a while called uh, Cheap Eats with Ali Khan. He writes for Texas Highways Magazine. He's the official hamburger reporter. Does all kinds of stuff. And we love to tease each other. He, he is unapologetically California. Loves California. Went to USC. Mm-hmm. Loves California. We are unapologetically Texas. Bob and I both went to UT. We love Texas. Absolutely. Here's why I love Ollie. Most people who move to Austin go, hey, I'm from California. Don't get mad at me. He goes, I'm from California. It's way better than here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he does it with a twinkle in his eye. Right. He knows that he's kind of twisted a knife at you and having fun. Yeah. That's why I don't want people. I want people to listen to him and realize that he's actually our buddy and he's got a great sense of humor. Yeah. Very quick and he likes to insult us. He's going to be on a Thursday. Greg Warren. Oh, yeah. Uncle Earl. Remember Uncle Earl? Greg well, Warren. Well, he's not Uncle Earl, but he, has a, he does a character sometimes. Well, his latest special was released on um, Nate Bargatze's uh, label. And it's been doing incredibly well. Yeah. He's coming to Austin for like a one-nighter. He's dropping in at the Creek in the Cave, and he is stopping in here Solid. on Friday. So that's, gu- that's guests. I can handle guests, right? Mm-hmm. Here are the other Don't things bopping around in, in my brain. Okay. We have some concert series coming up mm-hmm. that we've been asked to get kind of involved with. Um, that I can handle because we have the department for that. Right. We have a bunch of social media stuff. I'm going to need, we're all going to need to help each other on that, okay? We got the wrestling thing. Then we have the micro league. We said we would say it one time, and then I think they're coming in for interviews, and we'll ask them. I feel like it's a word that they have reclaimed and they can use, but we shouldn't I'm, use. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i staying Low. neutral. It's a wrestling league for those that are slight of stature. Why are you looking at me? It's next week, March 6th, at Buck's Backyard. Is that where it's taking place? Mm-hmm. We've been asked to go out there. Bob, is bit, Bob, we said, well, can we get Bob in the ring? And they said, no, he's... I'm actually too small. Too small. Then we said, wait, maybe we me. can use him as a footstool. They don't have a weight class for me. I'll be someone's second. Yeah. They said it would be an unfair match for us to team up against him. But they said that they might get Chewy in the ring. Chewy, would you get in the ring and fight a couple of these dudes? I'd consider it, yeah. What do you mean, consider it? I, I mean, I depending on how much. Like, I don't want to get bruised up and beat up before, you know, my buddy's coming to town where I can't, you know, go go-kart. So, I mean, you know, I'll do some light sparring. Well, this is wrestling, not boxing. Okay, well. I mean, don't, don't start throwing fists. I want to be able to walk. I don't want to be thrown through a table out of the ring. I want to see you climb up on the turnbuckle. I don't want to take more than three steel chairs. That's the varying depending thing in my mind. April 20th, we've been asked to do our next. Now, I'm almost reticent to say because we have not. There's no ink on paper yet. Mm -hmm. There's only a a talkie talk, but I think it's going to. I mean, we've been asked. 
We've said yes. We need to get the paperwork all signed and all that stuff and make sure that everybody's happy. But we're supposed to do our next live podcast on April 20th. That's right. 420. Um, as part of Moon Tower. Mm-hmm. Now, we did a 420 podcast last year. Now, the great thing is because of leap year, it moves back two days. This year, it's on Saturday at 420 in the afternoon perfect. on Saturday. That's perfect. Last year, was at 420 on a Thursday, and it was harder for a lot of our listeners because most of our li- listeners are ham and eggers, and that means they're at the, they're at the job site. Now, we saw a lot of people. Right? We saw way more people than I thought were going to be there. Yeah. It was a nice crowd. But I'll be honest with you, ego-wise, we're used to sellouts. I saw one empty chair there in the 10th row, and I, that threw me off. Is Wait, it going to be the ninth and Congress venue again? Look, here, here's how I feel good about it. The people of Moon Tower were over the moon. They were, very, they were like, I can't believe you, you guys got crowd the size at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. They want us to do it again. I think on a Saturday, I think we might be able to fill that bitch. Yep. But that starts to put the straight, you know, I, I know. internalize because I'm what they call a micromanager. It came from my days of punch. I want everything to run smoothly and perfectly. And I also have this thing where I always feel like I don't want to burden other people. Yeah. But what I really end up doing is huh. kind of chasing you guys out of some of the fun. But yeah. I'm like, oh, I need to get all this done. Because in my mind, it's in the purvey of comedy. And I was like, oh, Bob and Chewy should just be able to no, show you're up great. and have you're fun. A showrunner. You're a showrunner. Comedy showrunner. And you... you now, the other thing we talked about, and it's also bop, bopping around in my brain, and ladies and gentlemen, we are trying to make it happen where we broadcast live from Moon Tower Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday leading up to our live show. Yeah. We broadcast live from downtown Austin from, from the heart and soul of, you know, it's the festival that we're the closest to. We right. understand that people get very excited about ACL. They get very excited about South by Southwest. We're a comedy show. But we, we love comedy. And frankly, I'll be honest with you, I think for the bulk of our listeners, not all of them, of course not all of them, 10, 10 to 15% are really into these festivals. But for the bulk of it, they're going to work every day, they're going home, right? Mm-hmm. And they're not spending a whole lot of time. They might go down to South by one day just to go gawk, right? Right. But Moon Tower might be more for them. Go down yeah. in the evening, check out a show, go home, and that's it. Right. Not gonna get because the problem with like something like ACL is you're checking yourself your ass in there at noon and you got to stay till midnight. Right, it's not full day. Full day. Oh no, that's gonna be good. So I, we want to broadcast. The problem is we have to find a location. We have to find out how we can plug in. We have to find out if we can have all the technical stuff we need in order to do and a location live is broadcast. Key because, location is key. Because and then you comedians have, don't necessarily want to get up early in the morning. Well, that's so a we, big part of it. We've got to get them interview. when they're stumbling in yes, or exactly. stumbling out of bed. Exactly. And if we can put our asses in their same hotel, well, then we have a chance of having a lot more interviews with some of our favorite comics. We'll go knock also, on their door. Yeah. On top of that. Huge South by Southwest party going on that KLBJ is going to be a big part of, and they want us to be a part of as well. Mm-hmm. And now I've committed did, did, did you I, even mention Eddie Gosling? Well, the Eddie Gosling. It's you, all leading you. up to this. Oh, it's okay. all leading up to this. Because I was wondering if you've made a decision yet. I've made the decision for you. Um, Chandy, who we we know and love. Chandy, you've probably heard the name, and if you can't place it, we'll tell you who Chandy is. Chandy for years has been, when she started as a box, the young box office girl at Cap City years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then she became a manager. Then she became the general manager. And now she is the super GM Damn. over the whole new Cap City. 
Right. She wrote me, what do I have to do to have you host for Eddie? Eddie Gosling is one of my favorite comics. He was a mentor to me when I started comedy. And frankly, I think he may have carved a space that allowed me to even join any iteration of the morning show here at KLBJ. Right. Because he was pretty instrumental. He came in and hung out with you guys a whole lot. Oh, man. I mean, he was like the fifth Beatle. It's pretty good. You know? And Eddie, I'm not, I'm not kidding. When I used to go on the road, Eddie was the guy who would talk to me the most and say, here are things that you need to do to look out for yourself, to take care of yourself, things like that. That's nice. He was very kind to me. And she said, what do I have to do to have you host Freddie? I haven't been, I, I stopped doing stand-up like four years ago. Uh, I got very involved in in COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were a lot. Of, there were some a lot of things going on. Clubs were shut. We were some of us had decided. Well, we're not going to perform in clubs until the clubs that we want can open again safely, because our biggest thing was I don't want I don't want to I don't want the feeling because a lot so much of the staff were friends of mine. I don't want to find that because we didn't know everything about COVID. Right. I don't want a friend of mine on staff getting COVID because they had to show up to work, and then they die. That ain't good. No. We don't like that. Right around the time that I finally decided, all right, it's time to do, it's time to do stand-up again, I had to stroke, and I can't, couldn't remember words, and I was like, I don't want to be on stage. It'd be embarrassing for me. So I just kind of shut my mouth. And it, it's, been, it's been over four years. It's been a process. What do I have to do to have you host for Eddie Gosling? And I said, I don't, she, she said, he's coming April 10th. Well, the April's already full. We got the, the April 20th. We got the broadcast, all that stuff. So I didn't respond for days. And then she wrote back, it's cool if it's a no, because she knows me, and she knows that I'll just sit on it. So I finally wrote back and said, would you write, here we go, drum roll, please. Drum roll, please, Chewy. Well, you know, I mean, I don't, you know if I'm bringing it up. I said, okay, I'm in. And then I wrote, F, that's really scary to text. Ah. And she said, too late, I just got this notarized. Excited. Hell yeah. I got to somehow write five minutes of stand-up in, uh, first of in all, a month. First of all, selection year. So uh, that's, that's, Easy that stuff writes itself. Easy pickings. Right? That just writes itself. All right. What do you else you got? Taylor Swift. You got... Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I mean, it's five minutes. That's I could it. just do crowd work and be be okay with it. Right. Hey, but what's now, up but, with you? But I Why know, are you so fat? Hey, but I know you're you gonna look do, stupid. Hey, you're what's gonna wrong do, with face? You hey. get hit in the face with a bat, you ugly effer? Huh? Where are you, where are you kids from? Are you, a, are you married? Stupidville? <laughs> nice jugs, old fat lady. How old are you? Oh, 30? <laughs> anyway, here's Eddie. Hey, you know what? I could do that, and then when I'm really, really offensive... Yeah. Just go, hey, everybody, I had a stroke. Sorry, Sorry. I'm not in control of my mouth. I like it. I'm running for president. Ah, uh, you got this, man. Now, Save here's Eddie Gosling. You got this. But all that stuff is in my head at once, and I can't calm down about it. What uh, do I need to do? I've committed it to paper. That's supposed to make me feel better, right? Like, to write it all out, I can see it in a calendar? I, I, aren't I supposed to be able to relax some? Write one joke a day. My wife always says, you know how you eat an elephant? One joke start, at a time. Start one, with a dong. One joke. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> one joke at a time. No, one bite. You can. You got to eat it one bite at a time, man. You can't eat it all at once. My co-host is so stupid. How stupid, stupid is, is he? he? 
Just write a joke today and then write another joke tomorrow. I think the streets have been fiending for some Matt Bearden on stage. Uh, can you photo QC and then let's get into the Austin area headlines. We're going to talk about somebody who's done in this town. Done. Donezo. They're done and Bob's not going to be happy about it. Going in now for some Damn, Thick headline. headline. Sorry, but we got to start right off with the no. uh, with a with an end. No. Oh no. Don't worry. We have three beginnings right behind that, but we have to start off with a very sad ending. Oh come on. And it's going to crush Bob Fonseca. No. no. Thank no, not, not today, man. Don't do this to me today. KXAN has announced the departure of Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Oh, man, that dude is dreamy. I hope we'll see him at the uh, the American Women in... Well, he'll be banging the drum at FC this month. So. Now, I yeah, know well, that you've been a big fan of David Yeomans for I've a long nev- time. And I've never met him, you know? He's just so dreamy, and it's just He's like... been on KXAN for 12 years. No way. Yeah. That long? He looks like he's 21. A long-time oh, Austinite was first introduced to KXAN as a weather intern... Under former chief meteorologist Jim Spencer when he was 19 years old. Since then, he's been awarded a multiple Lone Star Emmys, provided firsthand live coverage of Hurricane Harvey, investigated illegally built dams in the Hill Country. David took over a chief meteorologist role in 2021 after Jim announced his semi-retirement. He's going to New York. He's going network, isn't he? Yeah, CNN. No, Weather Channel. He's going network. I'm glad we get a fun replacement, though. Yeah. I think I could do it. I don't know why they just don't let me. Well, you're reading. You're reading off a teleprompter. Can you read? It's hot over here. You're reading a teleprompter. Well, you don't need to read. I know it's red. It's red. That's hot. You got to have a remote control in your hand. You see the sun right there in the picture? That means it's going to be sunny. There's high pressure over here, low pressure over there. Right. No one understands that anyway. See the cloud with the sad face? It's going to rain. They talk to me like I'm, I'm supposed to know what high pressure means. Yeah, I'll, be a, I'll be a weather You man. want high pressure? Work in radio. You want high, That's pre- high pressure? You want high pressure? But try being uh, Chewy's belt buckle. Ooh. See? Now that's a joke. Write it down. I'm writing it down. Save it. My coworker is so fat that his belt has to work hard. That's good, right? Yep. He'd write it down if he had arms that work. Well, I know that we don't want to usually like to start off with the sad news, so let's get into some happy news, ladies and gentlemen. The new school of barbecue. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. One of our favorite, favorite, favorite trucks is going brick and mortar tomorrow morning. Leroy and Lewis will be opening up their brand new shop. At 5621 Emerald Forest Drive there at Garrison Park neighborhood, Leroy Lewis, uh, their new iteration is going to include a restaurant portion, counter service smoked meats by the quarter pound, part of plates and sandwiches, Evan Leroy, Lindsay Leroy, Sawyer Lewis, Nathan Lewis, all of them over there. Uh, I hope they're excited. We've been out there. They've treated us very, very kindly. And I got to tell you, they got great Great food. I'm even excited because it's going to be a little easier now to get at that burger that they make as well. I'm going to play Devil's uh, Fat Advocate here, but Fridays and Saturdays are the only days they do brisket. I might want it on a Thursday. You know? 
What is your so? What's your devil's fat bucket? I don't know. I just wanted to use that term. Oh, because you want them to do you want them to do brisket every day? I would. I mean, yeah. I mean, it is asking a lot. I guess it takes a lot. Whatever. Do what you want. I think that the remember they're new school barbecue too. They're not trying to be brisket. Isn't the feature. Have you seen their dips that they make? There, have you seen their dip tray? I just know their burger is probably one of the best smoked burgers. Have you seen the olives and nuts that they're doing? And the pork, whole hog pulled pork. Have you seen the tacos that they do there? For two guys, mm-hmm. for three guys that didn't get an invite to the soft open, you're. I just said something bad about it. You're uh, sure giving them a lot of time. Well, my ass will be down there having some of the Frito Rico taco, which is a Frito pie and a tortilla, and mm-hmm. there's no, I got no problem. What do you, what is what are you doing right now? Why are you making all these negative faces? Why? What do you mean? Do I have a bunch of video of you getting the meat sweats and going crazy and enjoying? They had that incredible sausage that we had. I just said the whole hog pulled pork is the best out of any barbecue place, and their burger is probably the best smoked burger at any barbecue place. Do you? Here's the thing. You're bringing up Frito pie. I don't know. What do they do during the regular part of the week when they're not doing a full flat of brisket? I don't know. They do that cheek. No, the cheek is also only on a certain day. He just posted on Instagram. I was reading it. Let me see. Why don't you get over yourself? (laughs) This is supposed to be happy news. Beef cheeks Friday only. Brisket and bacon ribs on Saturday only. It's just another restaurant in Austin I'm not going to be able to get into, so I don't even care anymore. That's what I'm you saying. Know, I want us like, to get off at 11 and be able to just, go somewhere just, that isn't busy. I'll just drive by and look at all the people that are eating there and going, I don't know what makes them special. I don't know how they Austin got in. Austin people don't work anyway. That's Why like when I drive by day? Clark's. It's Damn. like, how'd you get in? How'd you get a table inside? Well. Who do you know? You know what people are going to be wondering here in a, in a hurry? What? Uh, I don't know, because I just accidentally... How do I undo closing? Let's go to history, and then we'll go over here, World Springs Park. Uh, a new spa complex is set to open up in with uh, mineral pools, cold plunges, multiple pools. Dang. And where is this hip spa going to open up? When you, th- when you think of hip Austin, when you think of cutting edge... California-esque, mm-hmm. metropolitan Austin. What do you think of, ladies and gentlemen? Chacon Street. I was going to say Chacon. Yeah. We're Chacon. going Chacon. Show us Chacon. In the heart of the hippest new neighborhood in Austin, the world, what's it called? World Springs Concept with natural hot springs and much more will be coming to sunny downtown C- Cedar Park. Cedar Park, ladies and gentlemen. They get everything. They actually are coming up. Look, but we got Hattie B's open up tomorrow. I'll be there for the grand opening. I don't know if you want to see Mm. me. Woo! Hattie B's does what? Fried chicken? That's right. Uh, Only on Fridays and Saturdays. No. Yeah. It's delicious. Juicy. We're getting closer to Dave's hot chicken. I'm not going to rest until it comes in town. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, a huge opening in the center of the city this past weekend. I don't know how we missed it, but there were dignitaries from all over the city that were there. And dignitaries from as far away as California. Mm. Other famous Texans were there as well. Just a mile from the state capitol building. A ribbon-cutting ceremony. 
Uh, the vice president of the University Area Partners Association, Mike McCone. Oh, that sounds important. He says, for those of you who aren't from Austin, this town is a university town. We work to keep our neighborhood at the front of the pack when it comes to, well, everything. And he said, I'll admit a little Longhorns pride in celebrating another big step in keeping our neighborhood the best of the best. Hook em horns. That's a pretty big day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Other people said, hey, we celebrate the return of a major player to the university area. So what I really should be saying is, Welcome back. Uh, Sam Price from the Austin Health Department, now a dedicated Texas drug education advocate, said from the outset, our attitude has been let's educate people. Wow. They're excited. Miss uh, Miss Simone Talma Flowers, she's the executive director of the Interfaith Action for Central Texas, she spoke to an international diversity of Austin's religious community and said, bridging diver- division between different faiths is not simply nice to do. It's essential. Also, a guest speaker, Mr. Nelson Linder, president of the Austin NAACP. He said, like many others, a fight for civil rights is now decades long. A just society requires sacrifice and commitment. What are they open that's got so many community leaders out there? Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, finally, at the corner of 21st and Guadalupe, closed for a while but now reopened, the new Church of Scientology. Hmm. How much does it cost to get in? Everything. Hmm. I don't think they love All me of in. it. I'm not the kind of person they want. I, I, am I? We used to go there for free breakfast in college. Uh, they would have to give you these personality tests. You'd get the same answer no matter how you answer the question. A friend of mine named Dave Beebe convinced me to do it. He's now a radio man out in Marfa, Texas. And he would say, yeah, just answer whatever you want to. Answer different. You're going to get the same exact results every time. But you get a free breakfast at the end of it. Oh. Okay. Well, I don't know. It depends on what they're offering to me. I don't know. We, we, we have now multiple. We have multiples upon multiples of documentaries about Scientology. I'm just trying to figure out. They shut the streets down. There's streamers and ticker tape and confetti. Yeah, I heard my my son said it. Stop traffic and everything. Is he joining? I don't know. I asked him that. Hmm. I, I, I'm not shocked. I mean, it's, they own that whole corner, and they've they've got a lot of money. I'm not. Sh- I'm shocked that so many community leaders were out there. I'm shocked there's that many dumb people. I just hope I get to meet Tom Cruise or something. That'd be cool, Maverick. Anyway, there you go, Austin. Perfect. I'd say something funny, but I'm too busy writing jokes for August 10th. Well, oh my God, and it's April not the 10th, which is a real stopped IVF. <laughs> August 10th. You're right. They are not. The, can I take that? Sure. They're not the religious. Hey, let me say it. <laughs> well, at least they're not the religious group that stopped IVF. Am I right? Am I right? Don't worry. The the uh, the governor said, we, we have no plans to stop IVF in this state. Because it already happened. So you don't have to plan something that's already mm. done. It's also the same governor that said, don't worry. We'll never stop Uh Reproductive rights for people who are cases of incest and in cases of rape, but they, right. they did they did change that as well. I'm going to challenge you to write one Scientology coming to Austin joke. Well, I mean they've been here by tomorrow. I'd like to hear a Greg Abbott joke. I don't know. Yeah, go political. Be the political comedian. I don't like. 
Be the uh, Bill Eddie, Eddie wouldn't like that. Eddie doesn't want no, that. No, I don't do that. Do, do something that. silly. I just think it's too easy. People always go for the easy joke in politics, and it tends to get boring. McDonald's has been getting crazy with, like, double Big Macs, and mm-hmm. they got a new sauce I'm going to try today. The new cheese at KFC. You can go with new foods. Thank you, guys. There you go. <laughs> Who did I see was doing pizza now? Cheese at KFC. KFC is doing pizza. Yeah, they put a, they, they put a chicken, and then they put... Cheese and mozzarella and pepper. Um, oh, they're I using mean, the chicken as the crust? Yeah. Yeah. You, you might know it as a chicken parmesan, but they're calling it cheese. <laughs> it, chicken parmesan doesn't have pepperoni. Anyway, it, those are your Austin area headlines. See, I talked to an off mic. See, there's something wrong with me today. Welcome that back. That was my fault. All right. We're mornings with uh, with us. Matt and Bob. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> mornings dude. with us. Don't know. Maybe I stroked out in the middle of my sleep last no, night. No. Folks, if you were just joining the show, this morning I plugged my headphones into my ear. Yeah, he did. It. And it's brought it's brought me a grave concern. Ah, you're overthinking it. Don't don't get anxiety about these guys. Say it's because it, well, anxiety. actually, Jennifer, Bob's tall, hot. Big bazoomba wife. Mm. Sorry, is that rude to to to, to, to call out her features like that? Mm. She's got Alexandria Daddario. Could be bigger. Eyes and I've just dude, seduction. they're they're you lucky. They're man. really spec. Do they look good naked? You're lucky, man. Do they look good naked? I'm uncomfortable right now. You you know I bet's uncomfortable. Yeah. Your poor wife with those things all gathered up see, in a bra. I'm actually not going to see her for like two weeks. So. Oof. She stayed with me that long. So uh, now I don't know what were we talking about. Uh, we got Lupe on the line, and uh, we also have we we're talking about David Douglas off the. No, air. no, we were. I know we're going to go to that in a second. We were saying something else about we're coming back. Oh, you were saying that I had a lot on my mind, and maybe that's why I was getting yeah. confused. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm, I'm having a, another series of strokes. No. This yeah. morning, I looked at my headphones, and I was all confused on what to do with them, and I took the plug and plugged it into my ear. Who has done And then done held that? them up and trying to make the volume go up. Uh, Lupe's on the phone. Let's go to Lupe. He's a, a frequent caller of us. Lupe, how are, uh, to us. How are you this morning, Lupe? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Mr. Bearden, I'm, uh, I'm proud to say, as your new manager, I'm excited about you putting a little bit of maybe a tight 10 together, going back on stage. <laughs> tight 10. Industry talk. I got a thick five. He's a good manager. Yeah, he knows the, uh, he knows the speak. Look, but now here's the thing. You notice that he said is my manager, not my agent. An agent gets ten percent. A manager gets like eighteen percent. Right. He knows to go straight for the extra money. And he, I don't feel like he's done anything yet. Right. I tell you what. I'll take I'll take five percent of free drinks. Five percent. What is this Shark Tank? And Comedian free, Shark I think Tank. He's now? Shark Tanking. Shark tanking, yeah. Uh, I'm going to do a show with Eddie Gosling uh, in uh, April at Cap City Comedy Club. Have you ever seen Eddie before, Lupe? Do you know who he is? I never have. No, I never have. I I can be a a comedy nerd, but I've never seen him live. I'm going to tell you, Eddie's a guy that started here in Austin. Now, Eddie immediately was taken off. He was on the road. He was exploding, and he got taken off the road. And the reason he's not really a household name is that he traded the fame of being on the road, which actually is kind of miserable, for a much better position, and he was the head writer for Tosh.0 for a long now time. Now he lives uh, in oh, Malibu. Okay, yeah, yeah. And Dude, he made a chunk of change doing that, and he married another fantastic comic named uh, Megan. Megan Mooney, and they had kids. And so since he was making all that money, and he has a gorgeous home on the beach Manhattan in California, beach, I think. 
I think he was just like, yeah, why do I need to go do stand-up? I'm going to hang out and just be a great uh-huh. dad. So he goes on the road like once every three years. That's it. And he does these one-nighters because yeah. he doesn't have to. He just does it because he likes it every once He's in a while. He's got family down here, too. But what I will tell okay. you, because it's a, he, he probably won't be here for a couple more years, you have to see him. Now, I know that he's yeah. not one of these Instagram comics. He's not all, he's not, what's the guy that all the girls go gaga over? Who's oh, that yeah. handsome boy? Yeah. Dean, Dean, Dean something. The oh, guy. Not, not, not Dean Stanfield. Uh, who's that? I know who you're Matt talking. Rife? Matt Rife. Matt Rife, yeah. He's not some lip injection Matt Rife. He's just this <laughs> regular old dude. That good looking SpongeBob. Yeah, you yeah. gotta go, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta go see Eddie, though. He's one of my favorites. He's just incredible. I got you. So here's I'll put some thought into it, and I okay. want to bring it up to you. You know, as as a as a local, as a great local uh, Austin comedian, why don't you try to get like four or five friends together that are that are that are that are really good comedians and start a DIY movement where you take comedy to the people, stay off of Sixth Street, and 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 not not in a joking way, but take comedy to Pflugerville, Hutto, Kyle, Buda, all these other areas where, where the people are at. You're saying why don't I? Why don't I? Lower my standards. Yeah. No. No. Get a group. Oh, so, I'm hearing so, you wrong and so, correctly. Okay. So, so everything that's going on with a whole new movement that that came, as we all know, from from certain parts of the of the U.S., started a movement on Sixth Street. And the way I see it, and remember, I told you those guys are famous. They're not funny. I got two words for you, Joe Coy. When I saw that, I said this this completely proves my point that these guys aren't funny. They're they're just famous. Well, so, okay. I'm gonna. I'm not going to completely disagree with you, but I'll stop you a little bit if I can to put in some of my two cents. First of all, I can't speak to a lot of what's happening on 6th Street because I haven't been out there. You've not been invited. For a, while, for a while, it was hard for me to go even see stand-up because, frankly, I miss it terribly. And it's like saying, hey, um, I'm not in that game anymore. And it's, it's, it's like, uh, it's like somebody, when somebody gets so, sober and somebody goes, hey, man, do you want to go to the bar with me? They're like, I just can't. Because it's hard to watch for me because I really want to get back into that addiction. I got you. Now, is it also also it's not good? No, no, no. I, I here. I look. I have mixed feelings about everything that's happened with the uh, the whole Sixth Street. You know the new movement of, of sure. stand up. So many new clubs. Uh, they've all opened on the doorstep of the Velveeta, which I still will always will always have a special place in my heart. But I've also seen a lot of good that's come from it. I spent years. I moved back from L.A. I had trouble. I had some things I did not like about the stand-up scene in L.A. Some very specific okay. things, okay? One is a, one was, and this is just for me, okay? I, I don't think that you should police people's words on stage, all right? The, 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 the clubs shouldn't or whatever. Audiences can do that and other comics can do it, right? I don't care what kind of stand-up you're doing as long as you're playing it smart. Now, that being said. I talked to some people when I was living in L.A. and I was like, I just don't think, I remember, you know, I was younger, and I said, well, I don't think, like, this stuff should be allowed on stage. It seems regressive. It seems like comedy from the 1960s. And somebody said, this is what this office is. This is what this company is. If you don't like it, go to another company. Or go start your own company. Yeah. And I moved to Austin, and I and with some other people, I said, let's start a scene here that develops a different style of comedy, Right. Okay. Now, I get a little bummed sometimes because do you know what happened is during COVID, the office that told me go start another office said, oh, we like the office you started. We're going to move there and, and, and bring the other office here. So mm-hmm. some yeah. of that's a little and bit. And you're not invited. <laughs> I don't know if I'm not invited. Look, I don't want to speak negatively because I, I honestly I haven't had conversations with anybody. 
So it's unfair to do to, to, to them. And frankly, I, I'm i watching young cop. My whole dream when I was starting a scene here is I want a real scene. And a real scene means comics should be able to make some money and put it in their pockets. Yes. And what I could bring to comics at my level of, of industry connections, what I could bring them is I can help you get auditions for big festivals, and I can help you make a little bit of money, and I can convince you that you should ask for money every time you perform. That's what I did with Punch is I said, hey, even if it's five or ten bucks, you should always be getting paid something. Stop doing all these shows for free. Yeah. And I try to train that. Now there's some real money. And I okay. could never, I could never offer to that to somebody. And to pretend that I could is a lie. Sure. There's a bigger, more professional scene here that I did not have the power to generate or bring to this city. And I have to take my hats off to the to the people that have brought that. Okay. Um, and so, so now, my, my now problem. along with that, is there are some there are some real scummy people that have shown up. I, and I'm not going to get too into that. And it's not even the names you probably think. <laughs> I'm just okay. going to say, they're, they're, they're not nationally famous, but there's some real scummy people that have shown up here. Texas usually has a rule that you don't put your hands on a woman. Okay. And for... I think that's everywhere. For, well, I don't know. I see people asking, hey, how come you don't do this one show? It's so popular. Because the there's some scummy dudes there. Uh, that's all I'll say on that one. And there's reasons that I don't say, that I don't, that I don't name names. Because I've been asked by someone who was hurt, please don't name names. I got you. They've said, I'm not ready to get into the public light of everything that's going to come with the story. But uh, I, I thoroughly believe the story. Sound, does you. that make sense? It does. It does. And so... And but, so but, I, but, okay, I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off. I just... I, I just no, no. The, the, the cap on that, I don't want to end in a negative. I want to end in a positive. I think there's a. I think there's probably a lot of good that's going to come from this new wave. What I'm calling the third wave of Austin comedy, and I'm and I'm I hopeful. I'm hopeful. I'm looking. I'm, I'm hopeful. I mean, there's a lot still. At the, I mean, there's there's triple the amount of chuds that there used to be, but there's also yeah. a, a lot of hot talent. I got you. And so, so my take on it is this: is that I, I I can appreciate what they're doing. I can, but I just it's just not for me. They didn't they didn't respect the history of comedy in Austin. From the very beginning, they just came. They just, for me and my personal take, they were just carpet baggers that just kind of just rolled over everything and set up a new camp. And I'm like, well, you know, they never. Eh, so what? <laughs> well, but it matters. It counts. It, it I just, guess it completely dismisses everything that you know that that especially what you were doing with punch and all that stuff. It just dismisses everything that was going on here. And I'm like, no, there's actual history here. There's a little bit of history here to the comedy scene before the you know these guys came. But not only that, I, I got to tell you, when I hear that comedy, Matt. It's it's Monchin's comedy. It's big sweater '90s comedy now. It's not even it's not even like, I, and I don't want to go you know be the guy going talking about the classics. But what Louis what Louis C.K. was doing, let's say 20 years ago, what Patrice O'Neill was doing, what Stan Hope, all those guys were doing 15, 20 years ago. You see it now. I watch their specials just to see if maybe I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'd be the first one to admit it. Hey, you know what? I'm wrong. These guys are actually very funny and you know edgy and all that stuff. But it's just not. I can tell. I can tell you, Matt. They're they're being um, they're filtering what they're saying and where they're going. Because they want a sitcom. they've got handlers, they've got managers, they've got you know they they've want a got movie. you know all these people. Yeah, they've got all these people now that are that are you know uh, you know riding their coattails and, and they're and they're dependent on these comedians. So they're not being edgy anymore. So that's why I wanted to tell you 
If you could get a group of friends together, three or four friends, start this DIY movement, write a manifesto, write you know a mission statement. Okay, say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm funny. not writing anything. I don't like to write, and you're asking <laughs> me to do way more work than I want to do. And and just be funny, just be funny, and bring and bring it to. In other words, let let that group be Green Day. You guys be Minor Threat. Okay, well then, well uh, that's. I mean, I understand that, but also mm. let me ask you: keep an open mind about some of the stuff that's happening here with the new movement of comedy, because you 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 probably haven't seen it all, and you don't know how much no. good, good new work is out there. Okay. No, no, that's true. That's true. And and I have given it a shot, but it just. I'm sorry, Matt. It's just. It's just. It reminds me of. Sport jackets with patched sleeves, you know, rolled up in the '90s, you know, comedy. It's just, I don't know. It's just not doing it. I think I would. I just prefer Minor Threat more than Green Day, I guess. How about some Guadalcanal Diary? Can we can we meet in the middle? <laughs> can we do some Can we do some TSOL? Yeah. Uh, all right, man. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. We we have to get. We have to. We have to start. We have to start chomping at another carpet bagger now. Okay. I got you. Okay. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Jeez. Sorry, that went on a little. No, I just That's like just, oh, that I just came about, out. So. I know, it just came out of your, you know, your desire I, to want to. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a middle of the roader guy, mm-hmm. and you probably, I would probably be much more successful. We probably all would if we threw bombs like they do over on KLBJ AM, right? Right. We'd be richer. What we've been told, what, what KLBJ AM guys tell us is, hey, take a hard stance. And then even doesn't if you matter. Don't believe even it. if you don't believe it, take the hard stance and throw the bombs. That's how you become famous. Right. We're too nice. We play too nice. I just think that there's too much gray area, and I think that there are people trying to do good work here. And I, I don't want to. You know what I mean? I think you just come off as. Yeah. Hey, back in my day, I don't want to be one of those armadillo musicians who just started essing on everything else that came after it. Uh. But here's something I do want to ask on it as far as carpet bagging goes. Every every young person in this country who wants to be an Instagram influencer has moved to Austin and uh, they're they're doing very similar accounts, but it turns out and Bob learned this and I've been trying to um, uh, lean on Chewy a little bit because Chewy says, "Well, people are already doing that." And I'm like, "It doesn't matter if people are already doing it. People want more of the same thing on the internet." Right. Apparently. And one of the things is food. They're not food reviewers. They're no. food showers, I guess. And the reason I say that is there's one thing to review food. You, food, you have food a standard. You have a standard of yeah. what food is, and you talk about how it compares to that standard, the standard being kind of the highest. Now what I notice is that people go in, and there's just, oh, I've never seen any kind of negativity in some of these things. They're going from location to location and going, the food is great here, the food is great here, the food is great here. And I never see, like, oh, I would like to see more salt here, and I would like to see this improved. Now, in all of these people, one of them who, I've, who I think has absolutely shown, mm-hmm. and I think is pretty good and I really enjoy following is a guy named David Douglas who had a different name. His account used to have a different name before he changed it to his own name. Do you I remember? forgot what it is because nobody cares about who you are. We just care about the food. So I don't even remember what his old name is. And I, you know. Do you not like David Douglas? I thought you liked him. I only like food. I don't care who the hell. You don't have to show your face. Now, I don't have to see you eating it. But I don't care who the hell that is. I go through David Douglas's account and go back to early when he first started and was only showing the food. And you'll see how different the numbers are. It turns out that people like to see your face and they like to see you take a bite. It turn, the, the algorithm will tell you that they will. They will re- and one of the cool things that David has done is he speaks. 
he writes out what he's going to to say, and he puts on food pop ups. I don't know everything about him. I, Is he, okay. Have you reached? I thought you reached out to him before to try to get an interview with him. Did, did you ever try to reach out with him to mm-hmm. him or? No, I don't. I don't know what would be interesting about him. But really, I, I don't know. A guy's How got a hundred thousand followers, and he, he he goes to all the restaurants and and lives kind of a dream life. You wouldn't want to talk to somebody like that. I mean, a lot of people have that. Doesn't mean they're interesting. Oh, man, he just eats food. I eat food too. Doesn't Can mean I see I'm an example? I've had. I'm sure my kids. Here, I'll give you the uh, the you, latest example. You couldn't that. say that. You couldn't say to somebody, "Hey, how do you know if something's good? How do you how do you pick which restaurants you're going to? You wouldn't want to have that discussion with somebody." I think he'd be giving. Do new PC late night taco answers? spot in Austin, upper left upper right hand corner. Well, I don't. We don't want to talk about that. What we want to talk oh. about is the upper left hand corner, the newest post that came out a little over 24 hours ago. Okay. Do you want to play and that for us? Okay, let's restart it. Okay. I have another top one of the best meals okay, with here a $3 grilled cheese and an absolute feast I got for $25. I have another top tier budget eat spot for y'all. Silver Metal is located off of 290 and is serving prices as low as your standards for dating. For five bucks and change, you can get this dirty dog with hot grilled kraut and mustard. Your inner NYC rat will thank you. Next stop on the W train are the burgers. This bacon cheeseburger is a backyard bash, a dad who wears New Balances, a Dr. Pepper's best patient. And even better, the burger to match your low down slicked back hair sloppy steak ways is this frito pie burger with cheese and a slow cooked beanless house chili topped with fritos and jalapenos but if you're a true budget baddie cool run to the bar order a cheap beer and this three dollar buttery american melt a patriotic nostalgia narcotic that will make you feel like a fiscal olympian standing on the podium at silver middle okay i've started to like him less i've started to like him less I want to talk about a couple things about David, and and, and and I feel almost a wrong doing it because we haven't reached out to him and say, hey, do you want to defend yourself? But Nah, let's throw some bombs. I want to talk about, do we have an obligation to gatekeep certain things? Yes. Now, you know for a long time we've talked about the silver medal over here, but it's for our listeners. The amount of literally for years, it's been like three years. It's now. five. It's been five. Five years. The no, silver medal. I'm opened, say three years. The silver been... medal opened five years ago. And that's when I started talking about it over here. You okay. mentioned it. You didn't. Talk you about mentioned it. it, but I think it's been in the last three years that it's, it's come up frequently. It yeah. became the official post-show hang for Coyote, which R.I.P. Right. That show is maybe three years ago. So you're right. You're right. And it's I three think years ago. you brought it into the. For lack of a better word, the mainstream. Yeah, not, there's not, that, that sounds like I'm looking for credit where I'm you're not, not looking for I'm credit. I'm giving you, but you're not looking for I'm giving it to you. I don't know of anyone else that preceded you that was singing the praises in a public forum, because not everybody has a public forum, about silver medal. You, it, that was you. But I also, but now all of I want to say something. But My buddies, Kyle, Luther, Nesser. Not to mention the overall overall owner, mm-hmm. right? Aaron, all friends of mine. Mm-hmm. I want people in over there pouring their dollars oh, in. Yeah. So, do I want someone who has? So, but we got every plenty. time this every time this guy talks about something, there's a line at that location the next day. There's foodies that that, that, that like remember how there used to be yeah. musician freaks in this town that if there was a new band they were going yeah. to check it out. Whatever. Now it's food people. They come here. So I know there'll be lines here. Here's an issue I'm having with Mr. Douglas right now. First of all... I have no issue. First of all, he said, here, I want to tell you about Cheap Eats. And he highlighted zero of the Cheap Eats at the Silver Medal. Oh. Well, he's from California. It's cheap. Is he he from California? I'd imagine. 
Well, you have no, you have no. Wow, no, are dude, we going to wow. throw that See, on somebody? He's just throwing bombs right wow. now. That's what he's doing. Just assume he's from California because you don't like But him. he missed out on all the really important things about the silver medal in that review. Mm. He said, oh, for just over $5, you can get this hot dog. Yeah, guess what? I can get that hot dog for $2.50 if I'm a regular and I know how to do it. I can get one at Costco for a buck fifty but with a Coke. You didn't even bring. You did. He didn't seem to bring that up. So is he not doing the? Re- does he not talk to anybody? Is he not doing the research Dude, when he goes to a place? The cli- I can't listen. I'm trying to get into the same game. I can't. I can't. I can't criticize. It's all about the clicks, man. He said, "Well, it's for twenty five dollars, I got this amount of food." What he didn't mention is, if you want a hamburger, mm-hmm. I mean a cheeseburger, with a chili dog. With a pint of Budweiser, what's the price for those three items together? I don't know, over 20 bucks, probably. 20 bucks? No, it's $12. Oh, well, and that special runs every single day. 20. How do you not bring that up in, in what you're talking tip. about here on. on I don't know. So, look, I, last night I wrote down possible I did, solution no. for for silver metal. Here's the only. Okay, solution. What's what, well? Wait. Why do we need a solution? I mean, is there is there a problem in somebody saying. Here's the problem. Here's your favorite place. Let's like. Now. Can I just say one? Th- Here's the problem with all of this. There can, well, I hate to use this thing because now it turns out he was a horrible person. He'd been canceled. But you can't have multiple Christopher Columbuses. You're the Christopher Columbus of the silver medal. Now, all, Is that these, what you're people, mad about? all these people in recent months have come along like, oh, I discovered it. Look at me. I, I'm the Christopher Columbus of silver medal. There can only be one. Only one guy can discover something and bring it to the masses, and that was Matt. Are you upset about not getting credit or that it's going to be flooded with that No, no, no. Okay, then why? No, no, no. Be careful. Be careful. A lot of these people will flood in, and they will immediately leave. Aaron has done a genius thing with the the silver medal, and I'm going to give him credit. And that is, by not fixing the toilet seat in the men's room, if you serve chili and you don't have a working toilet seat... You have already told people, this is not the bar for everyone. Yeah. The fact that he doesn't have a supercharger in his parking lot tells me he doesn't want my business. You know what he does have in the parking lot? What? The free flow of methamphetamine. <laughs> you can come from, from, the, from, the, from the From the rented by the dollar ho- uh-huh. hotel behind it, okay? Right. I invited Ali Khan out there. He's famous. He, More famous than you and he me. He hid the name. When he talked about it, he hid the name. Right. He and, said, and you didn't. He said, look, there are certain locations. I'm going to tell people about it, and if they want to write me, I'll let them know. But there are certain locations you don't brag about because they're unicorns, okay? Now, here's the thing. If you go to any of the David Douglas finds, people go, oh, love this place. Incredible. Looks so good. Yummy. All those things. In 24 hours, his post is racked up comment after comment, and they sound like this. From Shelby Sorrell. This is one we could have gate kept, David, please. Hmm. A, a guy named Ali Khan Eats wrote, first thing that entered my mind was the weight of even sharing this place. Is that Ali Khan Eats official? Yes. Well, Someone yeah. wrote, like, this simply didn't need to be done. Someone wrote, this needed to remain hidden. Someone wrote, are you kidding me? Move away, please. Someone wrote, brother, why would you do this? Someone wrote, delete now. Someone wrote, at Matt and Bob FM, at Chewy, at Sawyer Stull. The first rule of Glizzy Club is that you don't talk about Glizzy Club, which means one of you talked about Glizzy Club. 
Leave it alone, please. David, with great power comes great responsibility. You need a gatekeep, my dude. Someone wrote, take this down. This one needed to be kept offline. I don't know how I feel about gatekeeping. Don't, we don't need Instagram people at it's, the silver medal. Because you're a content? Isn't it? Don't okay, you start a business to be to, hidden. Do you start a business to be successful? Or do you start a business to be uh, a... I mean, it's not a private club, right? If you wanted to do a private be. club, then, then, open, then open a private club. If that's a thing, I don't even know. No, so, don't tell them. Delete this, please. I'm begging you. Look, but you're on the public... You're on an open street. You 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 open your doors. Here's where we can. Uh, I'm I don't, gonna. I'm gonna. I don't know how to feel about. Try to this. give you some perspective. Some of you rich people can have anything and everything you want at any single second. And to the Reggies, the true. paycheck to paychecks. This was this was a spot where it was our kingdom. This mm. is our palace. But you still get two this dogs. This is our here. You still get two and dogs now, at Seven Eleven for. So tell David Douglas to go review 7-Eleven and he get might. the hell out of our spot. He might. I think you guys have put too much ownership into this place. It's not your place. But I think it should be membership. You don't own it. I think it should be I think people are pan- I think people are panicked because as they as they grasp the sand that is the Austin they knew, uh-huh. and they see it sliding through their fingers, they panic. Then there'll be here's, a new new Austin. Here's another problem. Here's another problem. Go ahead. What I read all the comments about people saying, hey, leave it alone, right? Mm-hmm. Then let me read some other comments to you. Okay. From someone named a so from them someone named Austin Sawyer 01. Huh. 01. Who is a TJ Miller looking rise and grind MFer. You've been offered TJ Miller, by the this way. This guy I know. We're not having TJ Miller on this well, show. It's troubling. You don't you he's a, keep up. You he's keep a, up he's a piece of work. How about that? Okay. Assault. I keep my mouth shut on certain things. Wasn't he in Silicon Maybe Valley? Maybe even the R word. Or whatever that show was. Yeah, but lots happened since then. Okay. That was like 10 I'll years trust ago. you guys. I trust you guys. Also, if TJ Miller knew who I was, if he found out who I was, he wouldn't come on the show oh. because I told him to leave Punch one time. I said, you can go. Oh. That was my final statement to him after him telling me why he needed. Bro, everybody in this town's letting me on their stage. Who are you to not let me on the stage? It's I said, I'm show. the guy telling you to go. It's my show. Go. Oh, I didn't know that. Here's what Austin Sawyer wrote Silver medal? Why not gold? Excellence only. Gotta have the mindset of the best. What an idiot. Bro, I hope your app startup crumbles in a heap of fire. I hope you get run over by a thousand bird scooters. I hope you can't afford a silver metal hot dog. In five I years. hope you get caught in your zip up fleece vest and you can't get out. His bio says, if the juice is worth the squeeze, buy the ticket and take the ride. You are painfully the wart on this city. You are the cancer. Who are you we talking must about? cut you out. You talking about David? The guy who commented. Oh. Silver medal. Why not? Why not go for gold? He doesn't understand the Go concept. out of your way to because say you don't some, understand what's happening. entitled piece of S that's always been told he's been great forever. And it's finally coming into fruition. I don't know who and we're going after right I'll, I'll show you who we're going to go after. I'll show you who we're going after. I'll show you who we're going after. So we're fine with David Douglas, but look we're not his, fine with this commenter. Look at this guy. I want to beat the confidence out of him. Look at him. beat him until he just smiles. Look at this smile that says, my mom and dad love me. Look at this smile that says, yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Exactly. Get him away from that. And until we get a little bit of dirt on your boys, I don't know if we need him in the studio. You know what I'm saying? That's what you want? Because the guy's handsome and statuesque. Never have tripped, never have fallen. Those people need to... That's zero somewhere else. This world has become a copy and paste. Nobody or it's wants just every stupid person like that. Why don't you get some damn character and live a different life? We know nothing about that guy. No, here's what we know. His parents, great... here's what we know. Every school he's ever been, control C, control V'd his ass. I bet he's nice to his mom. Oh, yeah, I bet. I, we don't know anything bad about get him. Get him out of the Look spotlight. at that smile. Look at that smile. But he gets an opinion. Just because he's got a perfect like number three beard. This guy, this guy number watched, three guard. This guy watched. I the, bet his biopic's gonna be wild. This guy watched Pretty in Pink and rooted against Ducky. That's who he is. He thinks the hero is Blaine. That's the villain from Karate Kid, that bro. Dude, from all the eighties. I can movies. tell that dude rocks. He's probably day. your vibe. He rocks up. He rocks upper body day. And I, I feel like we're talking to one of the guys, and that's why it's kind of falling on deaf ears here with Bob. I know that we we, we, we have said for a long time that this show is a big tent show. And we say we'll take all comers and all listeners. But you know who we won't stand by idly for? The folks that are anxiously trying to take shears to cut through the ropes that are supporting the big tent. The Visigoths are at the walls of the city, my friends. Um, I don't know. I don't know where to be. I, I think I, are you guys ready for this? I think one? I'm against you yeah, on this. Why? Are, things Why? are gonna because things are gonna do what they're gonna do. Yeah, but you don't have anything you love they're and gonna, like to go bullsh- to every day, dude. I've lived here since 1974. Okay, but you, but I mean, but it's 1974. Not, I've seen things come and go. Okay, how did you let go? You just let it go. Yeah, because that's what happens. Okay. I want you to please turn up the volume right. so I can play the next clip for you. We're going to go all the way to the top of the hour. Did you see the news story that there's a black hole out there in the universe that swallows up one sun every day? Yeah, and it's called it's called, <laughs> it's called uh, us in tech industry. <laughs> it's it swallows up a whole sun and all the planets around it every day. I wish One was, sun is gone. Take David Douglas with That's you, what you should be worried about. It's called Not that a hot dog joint might, have to, might go into the frozen food section of your HEB someday. This is ours. And the reason them, you the reason you lost all those places because you didn't fight for them. Like you don't we think are right the now. guys at the silver medal are not enjoying the profits? Sp- spaghetti warehouse gone. What do I do every October? I try to eat as many tacos as I can. It's called Talktober. Right. That is an Austin ethos. That feels good right. in Austin. But you know what? We're gonna have this October, and maybe what? you'll be happy. I'm gonna start something called Cryptober, and I'll buy a brand new NFT every day. Would that make you happy, Bob? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, NFTs are over. Are you ready? I want you to turn up the volume because I'm going to play this next clip for you, and I want you to watch it. You know what I do? Are you ready? Here we go. Here's a sneak peek of the Austin Elite. Follow me and keep watching. Look at that. That is awesome. What is it? What is this? It's something new called the Elite Austin Elite Men's Club, which apparently meets in some guys clearly. That's a house on the east side that was built after they tore a house down, and yeah, there's yeah. just yeah. it's a single person living there with their with their Tesla. Bob loves Are you ready? Lot. Bob Shotgun. loves this. We're going to go in there, and there is a meeting of the elite men's club in Austin. I hope we see Bob. Got Tesla over here. Ten i three. It's awesome. 
cornhole. Well, let's go take a look inside. I'm a little bit early. Do they know he's coming in? Okay, this guy's walked in. This guy's walked in this builder home. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of dudes in those. What are, the, what are those new dress pants called? They're not made out of wool. They're not made out of cotton. They're made out of like know. a... I'm going they're back performance to, pants, I'm man. I'm going back to Rob. Performance pants? Yeah. Performance dress pants. Here we go. He's they're, gonna like be... golf, they're golf slacks. What's up, Good to see you, man. Coach Carlson, what are you Welcome. doing? Oh, this guy right here. Is that you? I know that guy. Welcome to Austin Men's Club. Austin Elite Men's Club. I want to join. I know you do, Bob, because you're a joiner. Where's my invitation? What you're going to do is you're going to give your card out Listen. to the other guests, and that's how you introduce yourself. This is no different. Okay, I had a buddy in the 80s that lived here, okay? <laughs> he started a club. This is when everybody in Austin knew everybody. Right. In the early 80s, he started a club called Guys with Ties. <laughs> it's the same goddamn thing. Uh, no, this is elite. And that was elitist. It just didn't say it. This one's coming out and saying we're guys el- with ties. Elitist, yeah. And this is also elitist, and it's trying to keep the regular middle class people out. Like, oh, a- listen, I let go. I went out the I other let day. go a long time ago of trying to control. You can't let go this of town anything else. Is out of control. There's so many things it in your is, life you can you let go cannot. of. My daughter the other day said, "Can we please go eat? I want to get a bowl. This because we had to go pick up shoes for her in the domain." And she said, "Can we go to this place? I really like it. It's like Mediterranean style food." And I thought she was saying cowbell or something. It turned out to be kava. <laughs> Which I was like, the minute I walked in, I was like, man, I bet, I bet Bob's been here. I've been there. True foods, I like. Okay, Kava. we go to this place uh, called Kava. It's at lunchtime in the domain. Quinoa. And everybody in there was a dude that looked like these. Two. I don't, and I know I'm sounding Let negative. It go. I know I'm sounding negative. Come out. We need and, more crime. Where are the robbers? Where are where, where are the people that steal? And it's all and stuff? dudes. No, we don't like that. Yes, we do. No, we don't. It's all no, dudes are in those That's athletic right. cut dress shirts. What do you want? First of all, I want I want these guys' it's bodies. Funny. You want super I want highways. To be as, I want to be as fit as these dudes are. You want to have it all. You want but to I don't have, want to have to eat with the You complain eat. about the roads and the infrastructure, yes. but then you want it to be old Austin where you want it to be old Austin. No, but you want I don't it to want be modern Austin. Austin. You guys, it doesn't have to be old Austin. Austin. I don't have to move don't put that on me. Let it go. Don't put that on this me. This should be Toxic Tuesday. This should be our Toxic Tuesday. Let it go. We could you, keep running this into Toxic control. Tuesday. Next it's problem over. you have, I'm going to say let it go. It's over. I can't wait. It's over. The Austin you knew is gone. It's over. Call it something else. No, water, no, no. Call it Waterloo 2. I'm not going to let you turn this. I'm not letting you turn this into an electric thing. I'm sorry that your little hot dog place has been overrun with hipsters. I'm sorry. Guess what? It's you were the original hipsters that were there. You overran it. We can stop it. You give you up. You overran it. What makes you think you deserve to be there? He knows the owner? Because you were there a month earlier than these guys? Years earlier. We have ah, yet to gatekeep. Well, we're still talking about the place on air. Get it, man. I'm Find just another saying, hot if you're dog place. Cover a place for being cheap eats, Find another how about hot dog mentioning place. some of the cheap eats they have? You don't care about regular class people. He didn't and list the fried bologna sandwich, did showing. he? This guy's out there. He's in the game. He's making it happen. Oh, just Look at this guy. Hey, how are you? Hold on. Yeah, nice. 
make a cool little that's not real. It can't be real. No, they got to be all this incels. Is a sketch. They're incels, right? This looks like a sketch. Already, oh, watch this. This is a, I think this is a photo. Well, then again, I don't know. It's a magnificent put-on if it's a put-on. None of that food looks because Why not go somewhere? Hi, Kaylee. <laughs> oh, the two-collar, the double. These are, this is the your. The two-tone shirt collar. That's the giveaway. What's your spell? Is this, was, is this who you go into Vegas with? This is with? your either, people. These are people you are go to Scratch people? Kitchen with. This is who his wife hangs out with. I don't That's hang, why no, so I don't hang out with these. I don't oh, hang out with that. You just, I, now I just realize it. Your wife is in this business, and that's why you have to. You, I don't think these are software bros. These are real estate bros. 100%. At least one or two 100%. Percent. No, these are not software guys. Uh, what's the difference between software guys and. And real estate guys, other than in one extra zero in their net worth. You don't see software guys wearing a two-tone collar like that. That's the giveaway. Damn, shots fired. Wow. That's the giveaway right there. If you've got... We can take a quick break or take, we can combine Take breaks. a quick call. I'm sorry that your Austin is gone, man. I, I realized this decades ago. You never I'm cared sorry. about Austin. You I'm never sorry cared. you're just now catching up. You never tried to stay in Austin and you I'm never sorry. cared about it. What are you talking about? You would have tried to keep it. You give up. No, so I, you can't. You can't stop a wave, dude. We're trying, and we're going to succeed. I'll, we're going to exceed no matter how mad you, you don't want to. You can't stop the ocean. What's the term? What's the term? It's. You can't stop the ocean. We, the ocean's going to do what it's going to do. I'm sorry that you lost your little get together place with the jukebox and all that, and you can't go have a hot dog and a sock hop and you know regular and people. Get a, we're going to win. You know. Don't, don't listen to the bombs Pops, of the world. Pop's malt shop, the Woolworths on Congress left long ago, left in the 70s. The the term you're looking for is if the juice is worth the squeeze, then it's time to rise and grind. Is that I'm what sorry, you're looking man. for? I'm sorry. First, they took our spaghetti warehouse. Yeah. Then they took our, and we said nothing. They took Soap Creek Saloon. They took it and all. And now they're going to take they our silver medal. Then they came for Las Manitas. And again, I said nothing again, because I was not Las Manitas. But that's, that's, I guess, called progress or evolution. The universe moves at its own speed. There's a there's a there's a black hole that's eating up a sun a day okay, and multiple planets. I cannot do anything day. to the sun. I can I have a platform where I can stay slow. And what difference does this make? Because our own sun is going to go into the is going to go into the red giant stage. Get on it. your electric bicycle that's and like get the f years. out of the city, buddy. That's like I already did. Years from now. <laughs> that's true. You did, didn't you? <laughs> I already did. You have. And no- guess what? That's getting swallowed up. Bee Cave is not the Bee Cave of 10 years he's ago. Already, he's already when bitter. Was only he had to move out of Austin 10, 15, 20 years ago. 20 years. So, so you want us to be move out and be mad too. Collars. No, we're going to fight for Austin. Collars. We live in Austin. How are you going to fight Collars. for it? How are you going to fight we're gonna for it? We're going to make silver metal Collars. be a members only. Collars, stay Good, on the line. do that. Members only. Collars, we're heated. Guess who ain't going to be a member? Do that. People on the phone, full phone bank, stay on the phone. I guarantee the owners. Keep calling. 512-834-0937. Keep lighting them up. We're simple people. We got to make a little bit of money. We're simple. Because the rent on this building has gone through the roof. Stay there. I'm going to tell you about Boot Barn. Why don't one of these influencers blow our show up? Because we're retro, dude. They don't want to be a part of this. Because we're Austin. 
David Douglas. I messaged you. There's, there's a reason 100, the TV hundred thousand followers. You're my hero. If you didn't really go out. You didn't tell uh, anybody's welcome to call the show. No, I told them we'd like to talk. Hundred thousand followers is right. not easy to get. He's probably like, if you need to get more followers on Instagram before I'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> we have a full fa- phone bank, you and we at and, us. and Bob and I have been yelling. Bob cursed at him early. Bob and I have been saying things that if we said on air, we would both be fired and canceled. Right. Sorry that I used some of those words. Inappropriate words about you. It's okay. But. <laughs> what is this you're showing us? Is this David Douglas uh, material? He's excited about something else. We'll get to it in a moment. Let's go to the phones. Go to uh, go to whoever's first on the he line. He wants to be David so bad. Anna. Anna, what's up, Anna? So I was just calling to talk about if you play Austin and Legion, whatever that. Uh, hey, you're breaking up, but it sounds like you're calling about the Austin Elite Men's Club video. Yeah, exactly. Are you a member of the Austin Elite Men's Club? Maybe the uh, women's auxiliary or yeah. something. <laughs> Their phone cut off, I guess. So they had that. They have that club has that amount of power. It is the patriarchy lives. Next call. Let's go to Jason. Then Jason. Hey, man. I'm sorry, man. I, I, I've lived in Austin a long time, but you're wrong on this. Okay, Bob, you're right. And tell them to get off your back. And here's the reason why. People in the 70s were saying, well, you should have been in Austin back when. People in the 80s, every decade, you should have been here when Austin was cool. Right. The thing is, Austin is always revolutionizing. It's always, uh, you know, it's going through an evolution. People in Little Rock or Birmingham, they, they would welcome bros. They would welcome all this, you know, new money cool stuff going on. Money, all that stuff. Look, Austin may have changed, but it will never lose its coolness because it's always reinventing itself. Okay. So, Bob, I want to be very Bob, careful. Man. I want to be very careful because one of the reasons I was yelling at Bob is I was saying, don't paint me into that corner because I have, since we started this new uh, iteration of the show two years ago, we made a point of saying we are not going to be the show that goes, you should have been here when. And I'm making a point to not say that. Right. What, how, what, what I am. Like you're saying. No, no, no. Hear me out very clearly. While people have always come here contributing something different, there has been a contribution. And what I am worried about right now are people on Austin Safari. <laughs> I like that. Do See, you understand the, the slight difference of what do you understand the slight difference this of what I'm bit. saying, Derek Jason? No. no. I, yes, I do. I do, but I want to point this out too though. With all of this money, which I don't like, and I'm with you on that, but here's the thing. It brings James Beard award winners. It brings oh, hey. food. It brings all. It brings stuff with it, too, that is contributing to the uniqueness and coolness of Austin. That's it used to be that you had to, as a young comic, you had to work for free in this town because clubs didn't have any money. Now, with investor money pouring into seven, count them, seven comedy clubs just on 6th Street. That's not the sum total of, 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 of clubs in the city. That's the ones just on or near 6th Street. That amount of equity money coming in to try to keep those places. to tra- They're having to pay comics now. So uh, I, there's a, an absolute benefit. It used to be if buddies of mine opened a bar, the best they could hope for was to pay their rent with their bar money. Now they can open two, three, four bars, and then they can cash out. I love this yep. part of it, and I've had that yep. discussion with yep. people, and that's why I don't want to be the guy who's who's lamenting. Where I think I got frustrated is if you are the guy saying, I'm covering, I want to talk to you about the cheap eats at this place. 
I'm not gatekeeping. I asked the question, should we gatekeep restaurants? But we're still using the name Silver Metal, right? We're not gatekeeping. But it's weird to me to be a guy who goes and says, I'm going to introduce you to the cheap eats of this restaurant and to mention zero of the cheap eats at so the restaurant. So you're saying that they're... Um Didn't what am CNN I saying? Do the same thing. I mean, it's just bad reporting. It's just it, it's just bad reporting. I just That's don't all. Like that. If there was a law against bad reporting, every network, every news network, our own KLBJ would be off the air. I just hate that. I don't. That. Now we got to go to a goddamn meeting because of that comment, Bob. Well, you know what I mean. Yes, I don't. You know what, you what mean. I mean. But getting a, a, a town getting rid of day to day ham and eggers in every single portion of the city is called progress. We'll call it well, what you no, want. No, no. Give it a different name. And it I starts don't know. to lose culture, and you. I, and again, but it was a new culture cool. emerges don't say my from name the old like culture. You're going to drop some bombs on me. A new culture Dude. emerges. Go. Come on, man. No, like, no. Listen, there. Make a point. There are still there are still plenty of good restaurants around the old school. There's amazing still restaurants. There. That's the thing that I love about Austin. I'm just saying what makes, like, Houston so charming is but there's a rich you, part of the city, and then there's a poor part of the city. But the, everywhere one day here in Austin, and I mean one day probably within 10 years, there will be no poor part. There will no be regular uh, businesses. There, it will only be the Michelin star. Which it, Austin only do you be. want? Do you want to go no, back no, to the, the 70s where there was only there, one music venue? I mean, in the 70s, if you wanted to go see music, you had to go either to the Armadillo World Headquarters on Barton Springs... Or go to some. You could go to the Alamo Hotel downtown on on on. Yeah, but nobody was doing that. It was all, it was all underground. What do you mean? Austin doesn't even care about music unless it's South by now or ACL. Right, we that's what I'm saying. Blues Which on the is green. better? Which was better? Blues on the Green almost died until HEB. So I don't know what progress is or what cool is. What y'all are saying, Jason? What Austin? Still I want to ask you a still Austin. Jason, I hear what you're saying, but I want to ask you an honest question, my man. Okay. Okay, okay. I want to know what you feel in your tank when I read this comment, okay? <laughs> Silver medal? Why not gold? Excellence only. God, I have the mindset of the best. That's not... That's not Austin's mentality. He's just trying to be... Okay. <laughs> He's just trying to be clever and, I'm and just stir saying, up And I'm just saying... I'm just, just saying that's just, where I that's where I snapped this morning was when I read that comment about the silver medal. The sign out front says where everyone's almost a winner, where their T-shirt has a giant mugshot picture of Tanya Harding on it. The whole the whole point of it is we're a crappy bar on the edge of town. I, we'll never be the best. I guess you don't know the game, dude. I'm in the game, and I can tell you what the game is. Okay, mister, I'm in the game. The whole town will just be good the looking The game is to get as many comments underneath your thing so that the algorithms will favor you. I understand. Yeah, okay? okay? And so that's exactly what he's doing. But this guy is a comment. He's trying to get extra comments under his own comment? Yes. What does it make his any algorithms. sense? Dude. It's not about old Austin. It's about algorithms. If the juice is worth the squeeze, <laughs> a, buy the ticket and take the it's ride. It's about the algorithms and pleasing the algorithms and the AI and everything. We're in a different world now. There's a galaxy out there. There's a, there's a, there's a 
Did I tell you there's a black hole out there that's consuming one entire solar system every day? I understand that if you bled Guy Clark with everything in your soul, and then suddenly the ugly Americans or Joe Rockhead replaces what's cool mm-hmm. in the city. And guess that? That I happened. Yes, I know it did. It happened. And I know for some people that said, but what? that's Replace not awesome. the Joe Rockhead, but, you, but the hang scabs. on, hang on. But you know what? Can't we be honest that there was still something artistic and clever happening? But when you write stuff like, if the juice is worth the squeeze, then buy the ticket and take the ride, you didn't write that. You're repeating that from somewhere. Doesn't matter. That's not a, that's a repeated out Steal of. Steal from the best. That's not something original, you heard when you were at the Austin Men's Club. Steal from the best. The Beatles stole for Little Richard. What do you care? And, and Jason, finally. I, I don't want little Richard to die with no money like he did. We got to go to other callers. But, Jason, the last thing I'll say is if you're going to have the audacity to call yourself the Austin Elite Men's Club, then when I see video, should it be only dudes or should I see a Shasta and a McPhee and a Lexus and a Mercedes dancing on stages one, two, three, and four. That's what the men's, the elite men's clubs of Austin have always had a $5 lunch special. Mm. They've had $5 all-you-can-eat prime rib on the first Friday of the month. We still got that. They've had $9 iced tea. Don't think that we don't know what you're doing, elite men's clubs, when you give me $5 prime rib, but you charge me $9 for a nice tea. The loss leader. Yeah, well, they're they're still holding events at El Arroyo too, so you know. That, well, not yeah. for long, buddy. Not as long as you and Bob are in power and giving your opinion. <laughs> I just, right. I, I don't, I don't have the fight in me anymore, dude. Yeah, that's why you moved out, and that's fine. But, but, but don't where be I so, don't be so strong. Over, it's overrun. No, it's not. When I moved out to Bee Cave twenty years ago, there was a catfish place. That was it, and a McDonald's. Well, I mean, yeah, rich people got to spread out their legs. And then in came, you know, McConaughey. (laughs) We're done with you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. We're done with you. Now that's never call us again. Actually, great call, Jason. Thank you. I'm sorry, I yelled at Jason as well. I'm I don't, sorry I don't we're want yelling at think, each other. I just it's I, Toxic Tuesday. I feel bad for you guys. I guess we're technically in Toxic Tuesday. So. Yeah, I guess we'll. Who's next on the line? I don't even know who to take. Which one? I think is this guy Mark. Hello. Hey, Mark. What's, What's up, Mark? Up? All right, man. I won't take as much of your time as Jason did. Um, right. Or you know, he I guess made some points about oh, it's the new age and. You know, it's different and it's changing the AI, the algorithms. Yeah, we get it, dude. We get it. Everything is becoming, you know, a tech, technocratic, whatever, uh, yeah. like, system, right? Well, I lived in Austin for a year. I'm, I live in Texas right now. I live in Smithville, okay? And I've seen what's happened to my state. I've seen these people in the last, we'll say, uh, six years, six, six to eight years, they, 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 you know, they live in California. They say, oh, well, I got this million-dollar house. I'm going to sell my house, and then I'm going to go move to, to, to Bastrop or to, to outside Austin or whatever. Pay and cash. I'm gonna pay, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pay $400,000 in cash, and I'm going to buy a brand-new house Two of them. in cash. And then they come here, and then they say, well, I have an extra 600 k What am I going to do now? Let me open up a bar. Let me do a business. Okay, yeah, I understand the game. I understand how it works. We all get how it works. Okay, you got money. You want to open up a new shop. You, yeah, you want to start your elite men's club, whatever it is. 
you know, racketeering, doing all your, your little financial, you know, punching numbers in the calculator and being like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to make some money. Yeah, that's cool, man. Cool. Like, I get it. We know how it works. But that's not Get to how the butt. Yeah, you said you were going to take less time than Jason, but you got <laughs> fired up. And you forgot pickleball on the weekend. Yeah, well, it's, what's the butt, though? What's the big butt? Okay, the butt is that these people, okay. Now, be careful. When you say these people, you start to sound like my grandfather. Okay, listen, these people with money, right? Mm -hmm. That, okay, I'm going off of the point. I'll get to the point. These people with money that are starting these businesses, they could be successful or not. It could be a restaurant, it could be a bar, whatever it is, right? A venue uh, in Austin on 6th Street. You know, like you said, you know, the comedy clubs are paying dudes thousands of dollars. You know, there's six different clubs. I never said they're thousands. Like, oh, they're just paying pay $15. Okay, there's okay, a difference, but all right. <laughs> okay, well, they're, anyway, they're they're paying money now. Back in the day, by the owner of the bar, like, hey, yeah, here's 50 bucks for doing a set. Right, like an hour. right, all right. Okay. Okay, so what I'm saying is, this is the whole point of the conversation, because I know you have other calls. I know this is a live show. Then this just the start with the point. Then just, you can, you're allowed to start with just the point. All right, let's get into it. Are you trying to build <laughs> enough words for you to hop on them from Smithville to here? Bro, everyone already moved out of Austin. Your point's in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, I know. Austin changed already moved out of Austin. And you know what's going to happen? Going off of what you were saying earlier about how you guys were fighting, like 10, 10, 15 minutes ago, and you were saying, oh, well, you know, I got to When this call rent. started? <laughs> yeah. When you guys were fighting about, oh, well, well I got to pay the rent, the commercial property value, like, and everything that is going up, the, the, it's happened here in my town. This And downtown, shops had to close down because their rent went from, we'll just say, like 3000 to $4,000. Right. And it afford that extra $1,000 a Now, month, when you right? say my town, how are you, do you feel like you've been welcomed out in Smithville? Um, I mean, I'm a local artist here, and that was another reason I was I was calling. I only asked because I, 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 I was trying to buy a house in Smithville, and a couple people said, please don't, we don't want you here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, 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 uh, they're definitely the old, the old style. And this old, was a decade old, ago. The, you know, this right. was a long, was a long time ago. A long, you remember when I was looking at that house? That was seven or eight but years ago. There was ago. like a bidding war. Was yeah, it there? I got in a bidding war with yeah. somebody uh, in they, Smithville. Hey, 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 hold on, hold on. all the words that you could say, that one not allowed, Mark. Okay, well, look, this is what I was going to say about Austin, and then I'll talk about Smithville, and then I'll show No, up. you won't. What? You've and already... This is only chapter one. Dude. Of, the, of a five okay, chapter. Listen, there's like three chapters, Chewy. we got to get through hey, all of them. Hey, put okay. your look, comment hey. into chat GPT and ask it to summarize your you, call. Just You've give us your no YouTube. point yet. Just give us your YouTube. Yeah. Okay, channel, so look, subscribe. This is the point, look, because I'm playing devil's advocate here, okay? This guy, Jason, was saying, oh, it's changing. It's AI algorithms. There's new money. There's, you know, old money, new money. And then what's going to happen to these people on 6th Street when the, when the property taxes go up, which they have, and they've gone up for commercial and housing, and when the rent goes up and they can't afford to, to, to run their little restaurant or their little club or whatever it is, and the money starts running out, you know, they're going to implode on themselves. So what like, you're it, trying it, to say is the next, the net, there's going to be a next wave that comes and blows this wave out. Well, that the wave that's happening right now has money to sustain itself. 
But when it doesn't have that money, all those properties, the, the commercial properties, are going to implode on themselves, and they're going to they're going to go into foreclosure, and they're, the problem's going to fix itself. Right. These people want to come in. The commercial say, occupancy oh. rate is at seventy six percent in the city right now in downtown. Okay. People aren't renting the the big office buildings. We know. We understand. But uh, I get okay. what you're saying. And I'm not trying to cut you off. It's just that we do. You said that you weren't going to take as much time. You you you're now at eight minutes. Okay, look, I live in Smithville. Yeah, <laughs> hey, we gotta go. I gotta go. We gotta go, man. I need, like, I'm very. Artist, look, look, write look, the letter. Just write us a letter. Look, what? Yeah, yeah. Well, look, give me your email, dude, because I tried to email you one time and it was like it was. I don't know what the. It didn't work. You might have misspelled look. Chewy. C H U Y at klbjfm.com. C H C H U Y at klbjfm.com. U called. Why? <laughs> KLBJ.com. No, FM.com. KLBJFM.com. FM.com. Okay, look, here's the deal, man. You're oh, saying goodbyes. Okay. No, 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 because I was calling because you guys were talking about making money. Listen, I'm a local artist here. I've called before. I'm the veteran guy, soldier guy. Okay. Right. Thank you. I Thank you for your service. I have, I, I have, I, you're welcome. I'm a third generation so, soldier. Look, I have paintings in the library. I got painting to the workforce center. I do events here at the town. We just did Festival of Lights last December. You know, I participate, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to get to Austin, okay? Because I make art using power tools, okay? I pour, I pour liquid acrylic on a canvas that it's locked into place. I spray it with water, and I hit it with a leaf blower, electric leaf blower. I'm trying to do performance art. I'm trying to get to I can't Austin. believe you're you, I don't know. I dumped it. So Did I, okay. Yeah. Didn't somebody fine. get in trouble in this building once for that joke? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're, a local, you're, you're an artist. You're working on your art. You want to bring it to the city. Yes, but the thing is, the galleries that I have to go to, being a abstract, a contemporary a performance artist, or whatever abstract expression is, it's Contra Common, which is south of Austin, which is an hour and thirty minute drive, which I can do. But what, I what, just, is, what is your name, Mark? What's your which? If we want to look at your art, what's your name? Uh, I have to email Chewy. It's it, you said it's C H Y at K. You can't give out your name on air. He doesn't know. I, I, it's I. I'm very discreet. Okay, being discreet uh, as an artist is not going to help you develop a brand. <laughs> you, are you waiting okay, till well, like you die to sell your Can I tell you that we all we all are now veterans of this phone call? <laughs> yes, thank you for your service. Thank you, thank you for thanking me for my service. Uh, all right, man. It really is this yeah, year. Totally. This yeah. year on Veterans Day, I want you to remember the three of us. We served. It feels like maybe two tours of the info in this phone call. Yeah, this is our uh, this is our D Day. All right, just so everyone knows, where are you from? Smithville, I'm guessing. Look. Look, sometimes, look. <laughs> sometimes in life, if you want to talk about war, I'm a war veteran, okay? All right. Sometimes you got to cross the Rubicon, like, I don't know, three, four, five times. Right. And if the, and if, maybe you're if the juice is worth the squeeze, then buy a ticket and take the ride, right? right? Well, I'm trying to squeeze some juice and make some money. So I'm going to email Chewy, and I will okay. link you okay. my art. All right. And then we're going to do a show. Okay, but we have to show. hide your name. No, we can give my real name. Your... Ryan Augustine is my art name, but 
That's all I was asking it, for. That's the one. Dry Augustine. Well, well, yeah. My my my. I, I stopped paying for my GoDaddy because I didn't have enough traffic on there, so I just stopped paying for it. You don't need it. You don't need a website anymore. Did you not hear mm. it? You need an Instagram. That's it. I have hey, hey, hey. them after you over because you cursed on the radio and they came after you. Stop it. The algorithm changed where everybody that I was following that were artists, the the likes and the they were doing something weird where they weren't getting as many views or likes. Stop making excuses. Getting, huh? Stop making excuses. Get your ass okay, out there. I'm not. That's why get I'm your on ass the phone out with there. you right now. I know, but you wouldn't give it. You just email, Chewy, and we'll get you out there. We might even may commission you to paint some. Or here's here's the panic we're having right now. We're going to have a meeting. They're going to rehire the consultant because they're going to say, you guys shouldn't be allowed to use the phone because you talked to Mark too long. It's been 10 minutes. It's okay, been one week, week, one week since you called the show. Turn around and said, well, I won't give you my name. All right, buddy. We'll hear you in hey, our radio well, my nightmares. Name is, well, okay, my name's Ryder. That's my first name. That's why I don't really say it. That's why I have to go by a moniker because everybody knows my name, and then I forget people's name. I meet all these people in town, and they're like, oh, hey, Ryder. And I'm like, yeah, hey, John. Like, I, oh, what? I haven't seen you. They're like, oh, that's that guy that says he's going to be real brief, but he isn't. <laughs> Is that what they say? Yeah, well, they say I'm a nice guy. You know, I've done There's a lot no part of us that doesn't think you're a nice guy. You've been nice. We're teasing you minutes. because at the top of the call, you said, I'll be really brief. I won't be as long as Jason. And you now have doubled his phone call. I don't even know what Dude, talking you've about. talked more than I've talked on this show the first 30 years. <laughs> Who's speaking? There's Bob, Chewy, and what's the other guy's name? And it wasn't my fault. I don't think he wants you to know. This wasn't allowed. Well, we're, I, I really want to know your names. I know Bob. He's complaining about Nobody knows me. Mm-hmm. Chewy, yeah. he's the guy who takes all the calls. Yeah. He's like he's like the chum Lee of the Pawn Star Group guy. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. He nailed it. Okay. And then who's the other guy's name besides you, Bob? Get, take a guess. It's, um, I said Jack. Jack, that's it. He's the second. Oh, so you run Jack FM. Correct. Oh, I love that station. You know what sucks about that is that call them for some reason. Like when I'm in Smithville, I can't. It, I can't get a reception to Jack FM to ninety six three. Thank God you can't. They're a no, competitor. I want to listen to Jack FM, but it keeps like fading into some okay. other radio How station. About, listen to we're Bob FM in, instead. We're going to look into getting this. I do system. listen to Bob FM. Good. I listen to both. Great. Thank you. Thank you for giving your ratings to a competitor. We thank appreciate you. it. On behalf uh, of Mornings with Jack and Bob and Chumley, we thank you. <laughs> and don't, don't forget Ryder. Thank yeah. you. Mornings with Ryder. Anything else you want to add? Okay, so it's Chewy, C-H-E-Y, at K-L-B-J-F-M.com. dot com. And it's C-H-U-Y, not C-H-E-Y. No, C-H-U-Y. Okay, I wrote an E down because I'm dyslexic or something. Okay, so Chewy, dot com. Yes. All right, I'm going to send you these paintings. We're going to do a shift. Just stop cursing. Just stop cursing and we don't have to jump any of that. All right. Wait, uh, look, you cursed too many times. Yeah. We got to go. It's Ryder. Look out for him. He'll be doing caricatures downtown on the street somewhere. Thank you, Ryder. <laughs> How do we? I don't know. I was ready to fight about Austin, and then I don't even know what that is. He called me down, but also, here's the thing Austin, do we want to lose those characters? 
That's the well, kind of we guy. Lost him, Smith. Though. In the old days, that's the kind of guy you would sit next to at the bar at GNS Steakhouse and get caught in a conversation with for two hours. Right. Bob wants to trade him for whatever that guy was on screen. David, he called you. Ch- the, he said you were the chumley of the group. I've never Damn, watched the show, dude. so I don't know how big that's of an not a compliment. He really went up and dunked, and it was it was pretty good. Do we have another call? Uh, we do. One uh, more, and then we got to go. I don't even know who to go to. Caller, what's up, caller? Hey, guys, it's Connor. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Hang on. No. Hang on. I, I absolutely can't believe no, no, no. I, I cannot believe that this absolutely happened. in a row. That cannot no. happen two in a row. Oh, my God, go. dude. No, Why no, would you no. do no. that? Can't we Why would that? you do that no. to the show? You know how the show works. We have to keep some kind of pace. You're oh. not getting into Austin Elite Men's Club. <laughs> oh, caller. God, I wish Connor, we should get Connor to try out for the Austin Elite Men's Club. Because <laughs> it looked like he'd probably have the best personality out of all of them. Caller, what's your name? Brandon. What's happening, guys? Brandon, what's up? <laughs> Not a lot, fellas. Um, are you guys doing tickets for that 420 show? <laughs> Come on, all right, all right. No one's going to stay on topic. Maybe. All right, thank you. There are no tickets available right now. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go do something. <laughs> <laughs> it fell apart there at the end. I, I got to do it. Should I do Law Tigers? I don't even know where we go from there. We got more calls during the song and the commercials and all that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because our, our Toxic Tuesday, I was we were going to talk about Taylor Swift. Well, again, that's an evergreen oh, thing. We could do that tomorrow. I guess she's got some rules. I needed she's got some rules for her boyfriend. I wanted y'all's tips on my bald spot that's out of control. I was thinking about doing a holistic thing. Rub some... Uh, Tea tree rip. oil? I don't know. Try some ashwagandha on there. Rub I'll it put on there. crystals on it if you... If I, I don't know. If you say it works. I don't know. Because I don't want to take the... What is it? Finasteride or something? Yeah, I don't know. Thank you. I've got so many things to worry about. That's like hair is not my thing to worry about. How do we alleviate some of your worries? How can we do that? Uh, cash. You don't have enough of that? Uh, I don't think anybody ever does. Just found out one of my vehicles is going to need a new transmission probably. Damn. That's not cheap. Mm-mm. That's what I'm telling you. This whole having... To run a fleet, because all you know, your kids aren't kids anymore, and they all have cars, and and then you're going to have to do that for the rest of their lives. Probably. No, not the rest of their lives. They got well, at least they've got to a certain years. time. Ten more years, though, at least. I don't know. At least to be a hindrance on yours. But I did get some good news this morning when I woke up. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, I did get accepted by uh, finally someone's accepted me. Uh, I'm now officially an Amazon influencer, which is a process I had to go through. This is why. This I is had why to be, he's taking. This is why I he's had to defending. Be, I had to be vetted. This I had is to why send he's sample defending videos. everything, all the newness in the city. This is why um, he's because he is. So I'm in that game now. So you do things for fun, don't you? Just, yeah. Just well, no. I mean, pick something else. Just side hustles. Man. Is it you weird keep to you, Chewy, that a guy? Can be an influencer without having ever been under the influence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. See, I'm writing down your set. Thank you very much. What are you writing down for me? Uh, that Austin Safari guys being on an Austin, Austin Safari. Safari. I think that's very clever. Did you come up uh, with that? I did just then at that moment. I think that you. I'm clever in the moment, should, not in the long develop, term. Though. That's one minute you could do on Austin Safari. Yeah, just I think that's a great concept. People moving here like. 
people used to go to Africa to go on safari and live in tent. Like it's just they're here for the some kind of weird. They're here for the Austin experience. They get in our duck boats or whatever and ride around the city. Mm. Ooh, look at that. Ooh, look at that. It's a little Austin safari. And they look at all us. We're like the animals, the OG guys that have been here. It's a pack of wage workers. Ooh, dangerous. <laughs> at this time. <laughs> this season is mating season. At this hour. There's a bit there, though. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm writing you. I'm helping you. Thank you. What would you do if money was no object? Everything was free. What would you be doing? Both? Kill both of you. <laughs> <laughs> if everything was free? Yeah. Well, what would you I do with know, life? Man. I don't know. I just don't know anymore what... what you I don't know like what you we, would do if money feel, was no, no object? No, I just feel like... I feel like the goal for everybody now... And I'm not the first one to say this. Andy Warhol said this a long time ago. But I feel like the goal for everyone now, everybody's trying to out-famous everybody. Not me. I don't, you would I, if you could. I don't want the, I don't like the public aspect of this. I like doing what we do because it's fun and it's funny. And I guess other everybody people are Everybody getting... is famous now. And that's fine. You, you, you can there, be what you want to be, but. All those people are soulless whores. That's what you want to be? I don't know. I don't know what what you're supposed to be anymore. There used to be a time in this country you're just supposed to live a good life. I hate the public eye. I don't like people looking at me. But now like, you feel like if you only have one property or you only have one thing or you you don't live in a certain part of town, it's not it's not it's not enough. So what would you do if No, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Do you think everyone believes that it's that it's not enough? I think most people do. That's what I hear from Chu. That's Me? what I hear from other people. I'm content if I can have a, some red lobster. I don't need anything else. And I was too at some at, at some point. Yeah, when he was a failure. <laughs> he was fine back then. He was were you happier when you I were remember living on Old Torf as a single guy living on Old Torf, working at the Frank Irwin Center for the state for what? Seven thousand dollars a year. Were you and happier? Fifteen dollars was like. And you wanted a mansion. I'd buy too? a whole month of groceries for fifteen dollars and live off of. Were that. you happier as a failure or happier as a success? I don't know. I'm not a success. See that? That's where. What would make you successful? What would make you successful? Don't know what that is. I don't know so what that bar is. So how can you say is. you're not a success then? If you don't, I don't even know what it. makes you successful, I don't feel it. What would make you feel successful? If people came up to me and said you're successful, okay. you're successful. Hey, tell me. I don't believe you. The I global, don't trust you, Bob. Look at me. The global average income, yeah, is half. It's eighty seven hundred dollars for an entire year. You're yeah, in global income, yeah. You're in. An, you're in an elite of the elite of the elite. Right, and I try and to do so my, am I, and so and I so is Chewy, and so is pretty much everyone no. listening to us right now. I made half want, of whatever that was. You don't make you don't make half of eighty seven hundred dollars. Oh, I thought you said eighty seven thousand. Eighty seven hundred dollars. Anybody who could hear our voices, no, the fact that we were has born, already won the lottery. We could have been born anywhere in the world, right? And, and we, we were born here, right? We won the lottery by that. Some of us are white people, and some of us are semi-white or whatever. I mean. 
Here's the secret. If I'm you content. made it, if you either were lucky enough to be born here, which is why you should remind yourself constantly, oh my God, only by the only by the grace of pure luck was right. I born here. Or if you put on your effing shoes and you marched your ass and you got here somehow. Right. That's why I don't I don't understand why we treat people at the border like they're some kind of vermin, as opposed to going that. Those are people who are doing something about making their life better, mm-hmm. right? Xenophobia. Right. Trying to survive. By the grace of being here, you're already a winner. Yeah. You're already an elite. Right. With all the opportunities and that are implied. We have forgotten what is necessary and we 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 make we take too many of the wants and make it turn make that turn us into to ne- oh, by the way, one, two, three. Oh! Now, that guy's successful. He's content, though. He's happy. Earl, are you a success or a failure? I hope I'm a success. See? Bob says he's but not I successful. I want to apologize, being a Bastrop County resident, for our Smithville resident <laughs> who is a transplant from somewhere. <laughs> Just remember this. If you're going to move here, I don't care if you're moving from California or whatever, you're leaving an area, coming to this one. Mm-hmm. Don't try to make us where you left. You left there for a reason. Yeah. There you go. That's wise words. From Earl! <laughs> Earl is tired of the people who don't want you to be able to breed pit bulls and fighting cocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Depends on how they're fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Which ones are fighting? Fire Earl. Gorgeous. I don't even know what we're arguing about anymore. You're a success. Yeah, we are all, Stop we're all successes. Yeah. Stop stressing. I need to stress because I need to make rent. All, huh? I, I need to make rent, so that's a little bit of stress. But even then, I get high and forget about it's that. It's very easy for us to look down the street and look at what our neighbors have and go, oh, I'm not yet a success. Right. But, so I'm coming to your defense. You also live in a neighborhood with a lot of very successful people. And so sometimes I think I'm you adjacent. see... I'm adjacent. Right. So you the see area of I'm adjacent. But Bob, what would happen if you moved to my neighborhood? I don't neighborhood? have a gate. If you moved I to my neighborhood, what kind of absolute? I did Lord? live in. You saw my house in. Here, I'll, I'll pull up a picture of Bob. Bob, wait. If you move today, you and your wife move today to my neighborhood. Yeah. What kind of lord would you feel like? What kind of? What do you mean? L- absolute lottery winner, would you feel he like? He wouldn't stoop to that level of moving to your neighborhood. That's not true. Bob is actually not a jerk. We paint him to be. He is a very kind and considerate human being, okay? and And only because his wife has taught him how to do that. Nobody is more caring about others than his wife. That's true. He's really nice to you lesser thans. <laughs> but that's so stupid. If Jennifer could, she would feed the world. Off them. Hey, man. <laughs> smoke a joint. You didn't hear that last call? I don't have time to smoke, smoke a joint. joint. I you got have, things I got to do. Of time. Just blow it off. Blow I it would off. love to just be able to smoke a joint no. and not do anything and not pay any bills F or deal with kids. any issues. F-T-K. My phone constantly rings. As we were having this conversation, the memory care facility is pinging me. My dad has gone on another rampage. Ah, forget about yeah. it. Yeah. So when, when do I songs? get to when do I get to smoke or shoot up and just Bob, or go to an opium Bob, den or whatever the, whatever Bob, you guys do? Bob, I don't get to do that. Bob, Bob, do you think 
I know you do because you are, like me, a problem solver. If anyone says anything, you think that there's a problem. Do you think when the memory care facility calls you and says your dad had an episode, do you think they're calling you because they want you to fix the issue? No, but it's still not a good thing to read while you're trying to do your job. They have to report that to you. I know. Because they don't want you to find out later and sue them and say, how come you didn't tell me that he beat the crap out of his neighbor? I'm not saying that's what happened. He didn't beat the crap out of anybody. He just... Not himself. You are going through a very tough thing. I know this. I went through this with my beloved grandmother. I remember when she went to a uh, military care facility. (laughs) She went to a memory care facility. It is brutal to get those calls every day. It's also brutal to love someone and try to take care of them and for them to go, who are you? Yeah. Or to be angry at you. Right. Oh, no. Some days I can't even walk in there. Mm. So we all have problems. Because your legs hurt. Everybody has problems. Everybody does have problems. Everybody, nobody has a perfect, that I know of, has a perfect existence. You gotta and right when you think it's going well, that's when you better brace yourself. I'm going to tell you one thing and one thing only. If the juice is worth the squeeze, then buy a <laughs> ticket and ride the ride. I don't have any problems. I've made a life for myself, so there isn't any. I just because I see the stresses y'all go through, I don't want that. You got you just everybody has to take you got to take the time to do a full audit on everything in your life to find some of the happiness because it's We've too, got time it's, to audit. You got to do it. You got to do it. You know you do. Yeah, Chewy, we got to do it. I'm happy. I know I, you are. I ain't got this. Instead of going, oh my God, got family. I got these three sons, and they've all got trouble. I need to get the, the troubles fixed with them. What you need to do is you need to think to yourself, oh my God, I have three sons, which means that the the just the numbers and the data alone, the statistics alone, say at least one of them will put me in a memory care facility when I need it. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh my God! No, oh. too soon. Too soon. Or literally too soon. I'm sorry. <sighs> Things will get better. Things will pick up for you. I'm fine. I'm just, I'm not trying to... I don't know how we even got here. I'm trying to uplift you guys. I'm trying to... I'm trying to... Have you I, seen me... I'm trying to tell you guys that... No, I, I'm talking about this whole Austin growth thing that you, we just... You're forgetting that for, there was there were like three weeks... I can't stop it. ...where you show. were very negative on, on your station in life, Chewy. How recent? It, 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 take, go back seven days and then count all the three weeks before those seven days. Four weeks ago? Don't make me do math right now. It's okay. the end of the show. Are you know. denying that for a month or so here in this year you were down on your station in life? You mm, were like, I think that was around April and it lasted a couple weeks. April? No, I'm talking about almost all of February. Yeah. Oh, because of like here at work? Yes, you've been uh, you've been down about oh. finances. You've been down about other successes. You've been like, well, I guess I'll just I'll, I'll probably just go back to Portalette Company. But I'll then. leave here and it's gone. I, you know, I forget about it. I try not to think about work when I leave this place. Must be easy as high as you get. Yeah, that's why you got to do it. Otherwise, you'll be stressing. You'll have all kinds of money and tons of stuff, and then you'll still won't be content. In summation. I don't think we were dogging, really. I mean, I will say that it's 
the elite men's club or whatever that was. That I'm joining. That seemed. <laughs> and if they don't let me in, it seemed douche chilly. The video seemed douche chilly from the yeah. top to the bottom. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be a jackass, but it seemed douche chilly to call your to call yourselves the elite men's club. I would say it was a put on, but the wardrobe was so great. I don't think there's, there's no way anybody's that good at nobody's satire. Nobody's that good at satire and wardrobe. Because it was so subtle. And maybe we got taken in by a satire. Maybe we did. But it seemed like in because the, the video was so bad. Uh-huh. And everyone was so uncomfortable that it was on. It seemed. Yeah. I'm just going to tell them I know David Douglas. I don't have. I don't know why you're. It seems like you're actually trying to read David Douglas's rights. I just. Uh, I think he represents every dumb social influencer. Dumb. R- social influencer. Is he getting out there every day and making content? Yeah. Is he getting out there every day and hustling? Yeah, but if I did is it, Is he it getting out there out. every day and hustling, and has he turned you on to a couple of That's things? That's why it makes me mad that Bob hasn't made it. He's then, getting out there every day and hasn't made it. And it's David Douglas. That, that gets all now the you're trying to turn the camera on to Bob and point Thanks. out all of Bob's weaknesses to Bob. Is, is, Dave get, is Bob getting out there every day? No. Is Bob putting in the work and editing videos? Nah, not really. Is Bob... Cultivated a name and a brand for himself. Nah, I mean, okay, I'm trying. Well, but tell I'm not me, successful. tell I mean, me the difference between again. It's well, the tell me the difference between David and Bob. Bob is so, on an influencer safari. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just you just hate to see lucky people get lucky. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of it's luck. Yeah, and I also bothers me when I hear people call and they go like, "Oh, these rich people," and they throw that term around. You can be ungodly wealthy and not be a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. There's a guy named Robert Smith. He's a billionaire in this city. You don't hear his name. When you do, it's because he does stuff like he showed up to a college graduation and he paid off every student's debt on graduation day. Just paid off all their student debt. That's a selfless, said, self-aware move. said, go out there and start your life without having that debt hanging over your head. He lives here in Austin. You don't ever hear about him. You know why? Because he's not always running his mouth on other stuff, right? Okay. He's a billionaire. I don't hate the guy. I haven't heard of him, so I don't. I don't hate Willie Nelson. Is a multimillionaire. He lives in the city. I don't hate Willie Nelson. You know why? Spends a lot of that money he's, on edibles. He's added things to society. That's why I wouldn't hate Willie Nelson. Art. What is art, though? Whatever that guy's making in Bastrop. It's true. <laughs> I'm assuming. Know. I'm assuming people like Aaron Franklin and others. Gotta be millionaires, right? I consider food art. He added something to society. And you might say, well, but other people were already making barbecue, mm-hmm. whatever. He changed. Not to that you level. You cannot deny that he changed the game mm-hmm. in new American barbecue. If you add something to society or a product, then yeah, man, you deserve. You If you alter an art or industry or, I mean, just food in general, yeah. Hey, he deserves those millions. Well, that's why I said, I mean, I don't want to end this show with us sounding like we're a bunch of moaning, bitching crybabies. Oh, I don't think we came off that way. I hope we didn't. That one guy we, called and he said, bitter, he, said that he, sa- he said, I was sounding like the guy saying that Talon was cooler back in the Armadillo days. I sound like that. And I've, I've always loved the progress. I've never bitched more about the progress. But with all- I, I do think that occasionally you have to, and we used to do this with stand-up in this town. When you saw someone being a chud, you gave somebody a nudge in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You never said you're not allowed to perform at the Velveeta room again, but you did occasionally heckle from the back of the room. Because, hey, 
You've just told a joke with an N-bomb in it. You're not clever. I think with all progression, doesn't matter what uh, industry, tech, anything, with human, with humans in general, all progress comes with regression. Somehow, some way. Something's mm-hmm. going to take a hit. Yeah. And that's kind of what happens here in Austin. We're, we're making progress in some areas, but boy, we're losing some soul. We're losing some culture. Some, but let's that's not it. make the argument we've lost all. I, I didn't say that. I'm, still, we're losing some culture and we're losing Still a some great soul. city. And eventually it still will be. Still a fantastic city. Eventually it will be all. Probably. That's negative. That's stinking thinking to say eventually well, we we'll can all be all. positive like whoever the guy was who showed me at the Austin Elite Club. <laughs> but we weren't brought up in that life. I'm still looking that's for not, the, That's not the life I was raised in. You're still, still looking, looking for, for the application. The Austin Elite Men's Club. Hey, will you do me a favor? Will you reach out to Austin Elite Men's Club so we can... Apologize by saying, please come on air so we can interview you and find out what the hell your club is. It's already been disbanded. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Uh, that's, that's it. What else? That's, that's it. it. Okay. <laughs> All right.